Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fast on Raw Dog Product. Serious XM Comedy Hits Channel 99. Buddies, it's the Ron and Fez Show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. That's our phone number if you like to call us. Uh, we are the first show in radio history uh, that will take your phone calls on the air. We think it's going to be big. Technology, it's like an app, really. It's like a phone app. You're going to do the dial-out. So it's app dial-out. Well, it's just dial-out of, oh. your, of your phone. Um, all right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Horrible news in comedy over the weekend. Uh, Tracy Morgan and friends do a show down in Delaware, coming back on the New Jersey Turnpike. In a horrendous accident. Uh, and what are all the details of that, Chris? Uh, it was a six car pileup. Uh, they say the uh, truck driver uh, f- fell asleep, is what they're saying, and then rammed into Tracy's limo. And there was a one death and five. That, that was a comedian, Jimmy Mack. Yeah, Jimmy Mack passed away. And uh, Tracy. Uh, in critical condition. Who else? Artie Fuqua. Who was supposed to do this show on Thursday, and we ran into some scheduling conflicts. Uh, he was supposed to come in with Jeffrey Gurian, who jumps around. So everybody's just, uh, you know, devastated by this uh, information. It's horrible. And, you know, there's always been that thing of people always wait, waiting for something to happen with Tracy, but here, 100% responsible instead of driving themselves. They're taking the limo van. Everything was done. From what I understand, they had a fantastic show in Delaware. 1,500 people going crazy. Uh, they're tweeting stuff out and Instagramming pictures. And everybody's in a great mood. And apparently, I mean, these guys uh, literally didn't know what hit them. You know, they're just sitting no. there. In a car, and a truck comes uh, just barreling them into them. There's an 18 wheeler. I mean, it was a you know, it's a straight up giant truck. And yeah, and the, and the you know, and Tracy's vehicle flipped over. It was just it's just horrible. It's just the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst. Uh, so he, from what we understand, he's uh, 
a lot of broken bones and some kind of operation today, right? Yeah, he had an operation and um, broken femur, broken ribs. Femur, they say, is just uh, incredibly painful. Yeah. They claim it's the most painful bone to be broken. Least uh, painful uh, chicken bone. Because it's not yours. That makes sense. I guess for the chicken, it's painful. But for everybody else, chill. The chicken's delicious. All right, so that's awful news. As we find out more about that, we uh, will talk about it. Uh, more awful news for you, Chris Stanley. You, you jinxy, <laughs> no good, loser of a better, just degenerate gambler. Yeah. For weeks, everyone tried to talk you out of making that bet. You pushed all in and bet some goddamn no-bread nag from <laughs> California. So uh, I think the, the horse's name is middle of the pack. <laughs> some $8,000 bum fucking shit horse. Were you out? Were you at the track or? Oh, uh, no, no. I was what, g- going to Belmont on, on, on State State is, is, is crazy. There were, they were fucking 12 roads deep everywhere. Yeah. There was no place at Belmont Park that wasn't just a giant mass of people. You could not breathe in there. This is the problem with horse racing. We all want to see a triple crown. And so it's the only time we get excited from one, we watch it. And boom, it fell apart. Now, California Chrome's owner, classy guy that he is, <laughs> went out like a gentleman. <laughs> um, he left that fucking place like the biggest crybaby I ever saw in my life. Crazy old bastard. I played just the, played just the best part of it. Been an incredible run for Steve Coburn and Perry Martin and all those with California Chrome. Throughout it all, Steve, it's been an amazing ride. What were your thoughts as they turned for home? Well, I thought he was gaining ground, but he didn't have it in him, apparently. You know what? He's been in three. This is his third very big race. These other horses, they always set them out. They set them out and try to upset the hop cart. I'll never see. I'm 61 years old, and I'll never see in my lifetime. I'll never see another Triple Crown winner because of the way they do this. It's not fair to these horses that have been in the game since day one. I look at it this way. If you can't make enough points to get into Kentucky Derby, you can't run in the other two races. So if you had your way, you would say you got to run the Triple Crown or you cannot come up in the Belmont and be a fresh horse. That's right. It's all or nothing. It's all or nothing. Because this is- Let's stop it there for a sec. Does he have a point, Chris? Um, Not after he loses. Maybe if he was he's been yelling, saying that all week. If he's been if he's been saying that for the last two months or whatever, you know, since the lead up to the actual right, but, triple crown. But, but let's say this. Let's suppose you're going f- to the Super Bowl, facing a team that did not have to go through the playoffs. That's yeah. the thing. Now, on the other hand, to be a great horse, you have to say this is the greatest horse in the world. It's a once in a generation horse. You beat all comers. That's why the Triple Crown is hard. Because, right. Because they, they are gunning for you. This guy's saying that, this crazy old bastard saying this like we didn't fucking know this was going to happen. Like he didn't know it was going to happen. Before this race, he must have been talking all this shit in the world saying this is a Glock. It's a guarantee. 
Yeah, but see, I, I get his point. I do get his point that his horse just raced twice and now rested horses just to come in. It's shitty. Yeah, it's kind of shitty, and yet that's always been the way, right? Always, yeah. These are the rules. It's always been. That's but why it's I've so goddamn hard. i people being like, oh, they need to make Belmont shorter and this and that. And like, but isn't the point of this that it's almost impossible? Yes, that is, that's exactly, that's why it wasn't, there wasn't, there hasn't been one for like 36 years. And before that, there was another 30 year drought before the 70s hit. I mean, it's, it's, it's a fucking impossible thing to do. That's why it's great if you get it. That's why everyone knows whose secretary it is. All right. Do you still think the U.S. is going to win World Cup? <laughs> yeah, lock it up. No, really. Who have you decided to, to jinx for World Cup? Spain. I've decided to jinx Spain. Because they won last time. Yes. And your sense of imagination takes you nowhere. You just, if you've seen it before, like he's picking Seattle to win the fucking Super Bowl. I have a By the way, uh, this NBA playoffs is terrific. There's too much sports in my life. I need, I'm going... Uh, I watch so much sports over the weekend that I don't have time for anything else. A sports bomb went off this past, over the past but two days. But it's almost like that every weekend now. <laughs> Love it because when it's gone, you're gonna miss it. When the NBA finals are over, I'm like, what am I gonna do? I just no basketball to watch. Well, then you're going to be in the middle of World Cup. It's just constant sports. It's like we should change the name of our country to ESPN. It's been a great sports year so far. We got we got an Olympics. We got a triple crown bid. We're having World Cup, dude. It's, it's like it's like this all the time. Then you know it's March Madness. You're supposed to know everything about that. Baseball players come. Ah. Um, Larry, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah. You got this guy. You act. They act like the horses didn't run or anything. I mean, they, they, they don't stand around just playing, uh, you know, poker. They have to. They have to exercise those horses. And I don't think you can't get rested in three weeks. That's ridiculous. Well, they uh, they say it's very difficult to do this. Yes, you are. Re- it is tough to be rested in three weeks. Some horses have like months off layoffs. Like they don't race yeah. for months. They I race mean, a couple it, times a year. Or something. Yeah, they're they're like prize fighters. You know what I mean? They take uh, a lot of time off. But the fact of the matter is, we know this. This is the game that we're playing. All right, Fez. A lot of people are writing to me. Where the brackets, the brackets should have been in last week for our big World Cup thing that we do all the time. We're not going to do a World Cup contest this year because I uh, was trying to secure a prize from SiriusXM, something signed by Pele. I wasn't able to do it. The company wasn't willing to give it up. So I don't have a great soccer prize. Well, why didn't we have a backup prize? Well, I did have a backup prize. I went on eBay and got a signed New Pele book, Why Soccer Matters. Well, you can't. First of all, a, a book is stupid to give out for this. And two, why would you trust eBay? Well, I bought stuff on eBay before, and then the book came without a COA. What did you pay for it? Uh, Fifty dollars. <laughs> All right, so we were saying, here's this big fucking thing. Instead of having a once-in-a-lifetime signed poster, here's $50. That's dumb. Ron, I got a prize for the World Cup rackets. Yeah. It's this cup signed by Pele. Look, I he got just, it for you. He's got a Pele cup right I there. don't remember Chris Stanley trying to hustle it all to come up with a World Cup prize, a world-class World Cup prize. Can I tell you something? Buying a prize is the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard in my life. We get people once-in-a-lifetime prizes because those people come into here. We never have any soccer stars come through here. 
Very few. We have a soccer show, but we have very few soccer stars come through. And when Pele came in for his town hall to SiriusXM, he was signing very few things. So why, why didn't you get one of the few things? I tried, and it went up every level. And I could not get this poster off the wall signed by Pele from his town hall. Well, why didn't you have something for him to sign before? I did. I had a soccer ball that I was going to have Pele sign, and I, and I was not able to get that because he just didn't want to sign things when he was here. And yet, he signed these posters. He signed the posters. Right, does this story make any sense Not to you? at all. He sounds like Pele was signing up a storm. Then he, why didn't you go down to the town hall and get Pele to sign the ball? I if got, you're so fantastic at it. I because got this cup. Fez, it's you, filled with Tito's. Fez, you did... Uh, that's a good thing, right? Yeah. It's a great thing. Because um, it seems like you're playing down our sponsor. And this is the summer of Tito's, and we all love Tito's. Now, Fez, you said you had it, though. That was your baby. I was trying to secure it, and I had a plan with Liam to get it off the wall and everything else. And then I was told, uh, I got told by two people, the powers that be won't let the poster leave the building. Yes, because it's their poster. I can understand that. It's their poster that they got hanging up. Yeah. You can't ask for their poster. You have to have your own poster. Like, you should have, like, when, when Pele was here, slid something in with the stuff. Yeah, I, I don't go... I did. I don't go and take stuff off the fucking walls and act like these assholes won't let us give it out. That's theirs. I've gotten stuff signed by people here you, before. You're you know? great at that. Yeah, I know. I know. Then right. your fat ass should have been down there during <laughs> the time. Right. You know oh, my God. Edge crossing a line. I, come on. That's the other F, other on, F word. Come on. Come on. That's fat shaming. That's the that's gay stuff. Your drunk shamed. ass should have been down there. I feel shamed right now. Price I've, is taking this long. I'm ashamed. Go to HR. I'm that's the only thing you could do right now. I'm ashamed of myself. I, I know. See, here's the thing, Chris. Finally, you admit it. I know something that you don't know. Oh. That Fez is mad at you and Shelby. And he told me on Friday, I said, bring it up on the air. But he was just standing and watching the show because we were in a new studio. How did it look from where you were standing? It looked awful because these guys were just a mess in there. Well, if you ever get the chance to talk, though, jump in. So he had told me something. This made me fucking laugh very much. Oh, I can't wait. To hear you know this. why he's mad at you, Shelby? Having a clue. He's furious with you. He's furious with Chris. Fez, go ahead and explain your aggravation. I believe it was Thursday that, um, well, let me just set it up this way. Whenever I decide after the show to go get something to eat, uh -huh. I always, anytime I'm going to get a sandwich, I go to Chris and I go to Shelby and I say, I'm going downstairs to get something to eat. Would you like to come along? Do you want to get something to eat? Would you like me to get you a sandwich? It's nice of you. Isn't that nice? Now, last Thursday, I walk into the office. It's probably about an hour or hour and a half after the show. And I see Shelby eating one of those langos from the truck downstairs. Well, we mentioned it like eight times. I'd be stupid langos, not to get it. <laughs> langos did come up on the air. Yeah. And what is this, Hungarian? It's a Hungarian street food. It's very delicious. It's fried bread with sour cream and um, cheese and shredded cheese on top. You get caviar on it. It's top notch. Yeah, they do have caviar. Though. All right, so Shelby was eating a langos. Yeah, so I think to myself, well, Shelby never mentioned to any of us that he was going down to get a langos. He just went down and grabbed one. And as I'm leaving the office thinking this, I bump into Chris Stanley. 
who's walking into the office with a tinfoil-covered langos. Is it a lango or a langos? Langos. Langos. That's what it says on the truck, I think. Okay. It's quite good. Unless it's plural, and I'm saying he walked in with eight pancakes. So why did you not go down and get yourself uh, a langos? I didn't want a Langos, but I think it's the right, principle. All okay. right, by the way, if the truck said, you know, for sale hot dogs, right? Uh-huh. Would you then start to call hot dog hot dogs? It sounds like Langos is a plural to me. Lang- it's Langos. It's, they call it Langos. A single one is a Langos. Yeah, Langos, yeah. Right here. It's delicious. Do you eat a slice of pizzas? No, I do not. All right, your, so I guess we had a couple of Langoeses in the office. So your beef with them is they didn't buy you one. They didn't buy me one. I don't need them to buy me one. But neither one of them, after all the times I've said, come on down, I'm getting something to eat, bothered to come, come to me. Come on down! <laughs> now, Chris, yeah. neither one bothered to come to me and say, hey, I'm going down for a Langos. Would you like to come along? You know he's already in a bad place because he tried to buy a shitty goddamn eBay. Yeah. That was uh, the backup prize. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, guys, uh, we could give me away. Pele just signed my forehead with this Sharpie. Why didn't you... That's your ugly eyebrows. Shelby, any reason that you didn't invite Fez? Well, honestly, I, did, I didn't even know it was going to be as big as it was. I thought it was like a little donut-type deal. I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but then it was like as big as a pizza, practically. So That's not what I asked. Even if you were going out for a Tic Tac, if Fez always asked you out to go out for lunch, how come you didn't invite him? I guess he, we were all in different places. I honestly thought Chris was going down to smoke and get a lango, so I thought we were all Run! going down there. <laughs> I was! I was! He's right! Ron, are you yelling my name? I'm getting your attention. Okay, well, I'm right here. If Even if they're not in the office and I'm going downstairs <laughs> to get a bite, I send Texas. Texas? I'd send Oklahoma. <laughs> They're making fun of you like you're dope. Uh, now, are you sincerely upset about that? I am sincerely pissed about it. I couldn't... Shelby, I was like, all right, that seems odd that he wouldn't ask anyone else. And then when Chris did it, <laughs> that was just double the langos, and Chris, I was really upset. Are you hurt or mad? I'm I'm hurt now. I'm mad because they find it so funny. <laughs> but you were hurt before. I was. Re- I'm still really hurt. Very hurt. I think since they were brought up so much during the show and we never like got one, I thought no one was interested. No, I could understand that because I kept thinking they were going to show up too. But unless I literally call someone over like a waiter, you know what I mean? Our our producing team just goes like this. I don't wait till Ron thinks of it. Uh... Now, did you notice, though, that Chris didn't ask Shelby and Shelby didn't ask Chris? You know what I mean? It's not like the two of them said to each other, let's start a Langos club without Fez. No, they're both independently impolite. But why are they? They're not mad at each other. When I walked into that fucking room. Because they both had a Langos. Hold on for a second, Fez. Let's do timing. When I walked into that goddamn office and he was eating the Langos, I couldn't stop fucking laughing. (laughs) 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 So, see, they admit it. Do you realize how easy it is for you two assholes to be hypnotized? You hear something, and the second the show's over, you're riding an elevator down to buy fried dough out of a truck? Well, it makes sense. I've had it before. I know what it is. I like it. There, was, there was cheese. 
I mean, gotta gotta include okay. that. All right. Anyway, it's Ron Fesha, Blow a Dog. And uh, coming up, Blow a Dog. Later on on the show today, Blow a Dog. Are there any dogs around here? Oh, God, it's that easy. God, I want something in my mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Charlie, Charlie, you're on the Ron Fesha show. Ronnie B., I'm so fucking proud of Pepper Hicks and fucking Shelby for sticking at the fence. I'm a ship manager. And on a 12-hour ship, we can only get a half hour for fucking lunch. So they play a fucking game where, hey, hey, how come you didn't get me anything? How come you didn't get me anything? To try to fucking say that they're staying late at fucking lunch. So the fact that they knew Fez asked them all the time, they still fucking went out. Fuck the boss! All right, that's a good point. Someone wrote this in, text this to us. Uh, sometimes Fez's story makes me sad, and then I remember he's a grown-ass man, and I get even sadder. This one made me very sad. Much mm. like Langos. It's fried bread. Yeah, here's the thing. Should you be eating fried bread with two cheeses? I wouldn't have eaten the Langos. It's the, then why are you mad? It's the point behind it. It's you the principle what? behind I, it. I was he, looking out for you. If they were... If, <laughs> Yeah, if they were going out for salads or fruit cups, I'd be like, guys, you got to remember Fez. Yeah, but no, we're going for fucking fried things dipped in sour cream and cheese. Yeah, you shouldn't be eating that, Fez. No, no and I wasn't going to eat it. I would have. Then why are you mad? Because I wasn't even asked after all the times you... that I thought we were some sort of team here, and apparently not. Do you know? Do you know that this is something like? The kind of shit that somebody's old spinster aunt gets mad about. I didn't want it. I just want to be asked. Now that we get to the point that you shouldn't eat a Langos, I'm looking at these two guys like heroes. Thank you. I'm sure they've gone for heroes without me. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Cherry in Virginia. Oh, uh, yeah, Ron. Uh, how mad... Fez is now after four days. He must have been fit to be tied the day it happened. And no wonder he has 12 cents on his heart. God, he worries about something that doesn't have, there's no need to just forget about it, move on. It is a dumb thing for you to get upset about, Fez. I only have 10 cents in my heart. It is a dumb thing for you to get upset about. I don't think so. I think it's a real slap in my face. I do sort of contribute to more stents when I grab my Diet Pepsi every day when it does have some food. <laughs> Why am I grabbing him a water? <laughs> Why am I doing this? <laughs> all right, no more Diet Pepsis for him. Okay. Good call. Check. You're all water from this point on, Langos. Um, Scott, Jersey, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hi, boys. Hey, I am the biggest Fez critic. I 99% of the time am not on his team. I got to say, if he's this considerate to these guys, he's right on this one. I don't know why they just didn't eat downstairs in the nice sunlight. Why would you take it in front of him? <laughs> because I didn't want to pay for a drink at the fucking cart. I wanted to get one for free up here. Okay. <laughs> it was a chance to get uh, sour cream and cheese all over the keyboards in the office. <laughs> Uh, Joe and Phil, you're on the Run Fez show. 
Hey, I got news for friends. It'll make him happy. I got a line goes for sale, and it's signed by Paley. <laughs> nice. Get his number. <laughs> signed his sour cream or his marker? That thing wouldn't last a half a fucking hour around here. <laughs> I don't care who signed it. Uh, look at it as our friend Janice in Chicago. Hello. How are you guys? Hey, sweetie. I'm cracking up that Fezzi was going to buy a book because, <laughs> first so of all, stupid. anytime I've sent Fez a book, they have to write the words, I know you don't like books. Yeah, I wasn't going to read it, Janice. <laughs> and uh, the other day I was watching Auntie Mame. Yeah. And uh, when he she meets her nephew's chick, the girl comes in and goes, oh, wh- what a lovely apartment. Books are awfully decorative, don't you think? <laughs> That's our Fezzy. Fezzy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? He'll be wiping his ass with that Pele book because we can't give out something no. from eBay. <laughs> nor should someone win an entire tournament and get a book, a $50 book. Uh, Daniel in Mississippi. Hey, boys, I just wanted to thank Fez for once again taking the funny out of the show and making it about himself. It still seemed kind of funny to oh. me that his fucking I hear heart. a lot of laughs in here, Daniel. <laughs> so you're going for comedy right now, Fez? No. Then what are you saying? I hear well, people laughing at me in here. <laughs> so laughing at you Nice is... big fake fat laugh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> laughing not at fake. you... It's not fake. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at you is what you're going for. No, I'm going for... No, here's what I'm going for, because I'm making this announcement. No, no. These two, Shelby and Chris Stanley, will never get another lunch out of me. First of all, you owe 27 dinners. <laughs> yeah. So this, uh, this only applies to lunch, right? <laughs> You, I will never, I will go eat by myself. I will eat in front of you. You will never get another free lunch out of me. Ever again. They do say there's no free lunches in nature. So this, this really proves it. I don't think they give a fuck. Though. Oh, they will give a fuck. Yes, they will. Even the even Shelby, who takes you know uh, days to digest a lunch, will be hungry. What are you doing worried about his digestion? I've seen him eat lunch two days in a row. So it must have just been stacking up inside that tummy is. Thanks for calling it a tummy. <laughs> this is a very uncomfortable thing. But you realize that you fucking three guys are strange. Oh, I'm fucking I mean, crazy. this is like some weird uh, polygamous fucking problem. <laughs> and really, I think... Elementary school is the last time that anyone should do the you went without me. It's not like they said, I'm taking you out to lunch. And they didn't even go out to lunch. They went out to a truck. Yeah. And ate a food that you cannot or should not eat. They went downstairs to get something to eat, something I've always asked them if they wanted to do. What are you talking about? They went out to a truck. Grabbed a shitty deep fried goddamn sorry excuse for a Hungarian pizza. It's good. And you can't eat it. You would have said nothing but, oh no, I can't eat that, right? Right, yes. Then why are you mad? Because it's the principle behind it. There is no principle. I just gave you the principle. You can't eat this kind of food. It's like I don't get mad at Chris when I find out he goes out to do shots. I go, why didn't you tell me? Did you want to have some? No! What? I don't. Why are you so pissed? Furious right now. You're enjoying life. And I can't. 
Well, if wouldn't it, that be crazy if I got mad? Chris, why are you go fucking smoke a joint without telling me? Why are you eating pills without telling me? I could have gone downstairs with them, gotten something else, and we could have eaten together. Why do you want to eat together? What are you, a fucking girl? Who wants to eat with someone? I've seen you eat. You never take your face off the fucking plate. And I never see you guys talking to each other. I come in here for a meeting sometimes, and the three of you just sit quietly. It's like the fucking usual suspects. You don't give up nothing. I think you're just looking for a reason to be fucking angry with these bums. Kevin, you're on the run of Fez show. Fuck it. Hey, uh, Fez, man, Chris has been the most inconsiderate fuck from the time he came on the show, man. And you're fucking pissed off because... It is true. I should have realized it, I guess. Uh, there, I, ah. would, I would never even put my wallet on the table around these people. <laughs> you know, I got my head on a fucking swivel with them. As you should. Fucking A, Fez. You gotta lighten up, bro. You go get your own falafel, all right? It's lango, it's not falafel. It's totally different. All right, well, from now on. You're okay with that, Chris? The lunch days are over. <laughs> I'm fine. If only these guys knew that their truck caused so much controversy. They'd want to know. Do you get mad at me for leaving here and going to lunch? No. I never tell you. Oh, I'm going off to lunch. Never once. You know why? You might say yes. Well, I don't have to worry about yeses around here anymore. Doesn't make sense. I'll save a ton of money, too. If it was like a restaurant, I guess I'd get your point, but this was like me going to a vending machine in my mind, except bigger and more stove. You should have ate outside in the fucking sunshine. He never would have known. Yeah. Like a man stood, stood over a fucking trash can and ate your lango as fast as possible. But Granny got her fucking feelings hurt. And now I'm never going to get another lunch again. You laugh now because you're not hungry. Does he ever say, Fez, take me to lunch? Yes. I've gotten texts from him. I don't know where he's at in the building, but I get, hey, Fez, you want to eat something? Then why are you mad at him? Because he wants me to go get him something to eat. So if he said to you, Fez, you want to go down and get some Langos, you would have thought he's just asking me to pay for them. I would have wow. been. You'd have been pissed either way. Nothing makes you happy. This hurts. Right now, Fez, you've become North Korea. And I don't know how you're doing it. I know, because I'm in the right. North Korea's in the right? No, that's how I don't understand how I'm North Korea. They have slave camps. Uh, Dave, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, uh, Fez is right this time. Uh, it's, not, it's not just having to eat all the time. It's, it's the offer. Not, you know, let, let some of the other guys make the trip once in a while. And uh, I know that, that's the way it happens to me here where I work. You're the fez of your work? I am. <laughs> I feel I feel bad not offering, especially if I'm going to go get something to eat. See, that's the thing. This goes to show... 
people never do anything to be nice, they expect back, you know? Yep. So all this time, it's like the people, what he's really saying is, now remember, you owe me yeah. every time he buys you a sandwich. I didn't know this. there was this kind of system going on. Right, it I, is. I thought it was I thought it kindness. was a mutual system Just of like, looking out for each other at lunchtime. Why? People have to look out for each other at lunchtime. What what does that even mean? You guys aren't in the jungle. <laughs> We're there's in the fucking, shit right now. There's 8,000 places to eat. By the way, they went out and ate out of a truck, which normally, you know, a mother would smack out of a child's <laughs> hands. You just ate something out of a truck. And you can't eat the food. You cannot eat that thing. It's the worst thing. You just got out of the hospital. Nothing healthy about it at all. No. There's no nutritional value to it. It's really what? not food. It has sour cream on it, all It's right? deep fried bread with two different types of cheeses. <laughs> the guy asked me, are you sure you even want this? <laughs> I don't know, kid. Yeah. I yes. don't know, pal. Now, if they went out for mangoes, yeah, they should take you. We're going on a fruit run. Fruit run. <laughs> That'll never happen. Uh, Bill, you're on the run of Fez show. Hi, Ron. Yeah. Uh, hey, Fez, how come you never asked me out to go eat lunch? Too long of a commute, Bill. But you never asked me. You never say, Ron, would you like to get some lunch after the show today? I've never once been asked. Let's see how hurt I am. Uh, zero. <laughs> Nada. He took Howard out to lunch the other day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when those guys uh, langos to me, I said, fine. Howard, would you like to go to lunch? And me and Howard, uh, the intern, went and had a sandwich. And you've never taken Howard out before? I've taken you, Howard out before. But do you see how that looks? Like, I'm going to use Howard yes. to hurt these guys. Oh, yeah. I want Howard, the intern, to know he is not included in the no more lunches. Things looking up for Howard. One day I had to eat a slice of pizza with Vito, <laughs> and I would never have been more annoyed in my life. Well, he's going like this. How are you getting ahead in radio? Is timing important? Yeah, it is. Howard just seems like some pawn in this sick game. He is. <laughs> he's the fucking fat girl. Okay, I'll drive you around in my fucking Chevy now. He's being used. And abused. Uh, Johnny, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Ron, you, you kind of stole my thunder a minute ago there, but I had this conversation with my son. My son's eight years old, and he came home, and he's he's upset that he gives, like, girls or other kids at school, like, I don't know, a pack of marbles or something, and they should give me something back. And I try to instill in him that that's nonsense. You well, know, be prepared to, to just do something nice for somebody. And I don't think that your kid it. should be handing out a pack of Marlboros. I think, you know what? I mean, as cool as it looks, it's still bad for kids. Is your son Asian? Yeah. So that's the whole thing with Fez. He never really need, And even now, you're using what you act like is kindness as a threat. I will take away the kindness from you. You know who does that? Mean old grandmas. At least this has finally been exposed, as it was never actually... Kindness isn't appreciated in that office. It never was kindness, ever. 
It was making them dependent and to owe you something. Yeah. I know. I'm some sort of lunch indentured servant over here. What kind of web have I been caught in this whole time? By the way, there's a lot of great restaurants around here. You never take them to that. Why don't you take them downstairs and get them a fucking steak? Oh, that'd be nice. Not taking them to get a fucking goddamn sandwich. Or a burrito. Um, I just don't get the fucking thing of, you know you can't eat that food to begin with. All you wanted to do was a chance to turn it down. It's like when people get mad that they hold open a door and someone doesn't say thank you. So all they really wanted was a thank you. Yeah. That's fucking petty. <laughs> That's fucking Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers right there. That's the kind of shit he pulls. People just say, like, you're welcome. You like that, that like, fucking then part? fucking don't hold the door open. I'm not in a wheelchair. I can fucking push the door open anytime I want. I don't want you holding the fucking door for me, How dare loser. You? How dare you say thank you to me? You know what? Not only why I, I, I am not saying thank you, I'm going to fucking take your eye out with my thumb. How's that? Now it's a fucking bad day all the way around. Oh, God. It takes forever to get to a fucking thing. and It doesn't even make sense. Well, here's somebody I know that'll... Please take the penny down. Here's somebody I know that'll fucking get to the bottom of this and help us all. It's our old pal, Mikey D. Hey, Ron. Hey, guys. Fezzy, you would crucify me if it was me saying this stuff. Uh, True. First of all, don't call me Fezzy. Uh, only friends do that. Okay, yeah. We're back to that again. Okay. Okay, Mr. Fez. You would crucify me if it was me. And this kind of sounds like how I used to be, where I would say, hey, how come you didn't ask me for this? Right. You know, it's almost like, again, it's like a self, uh, like, uh, you know, an entitlement thing. He's entitled. You I'm know? not entitled. Mikey, Mikey D has you completely, Fez. No, he doesn't. He didn't have me figured out when I faked being friends with him to get free rides. <laughs> That's, you're just making that fucking thing up. Oh, you wish. I know, man. I know. You just want to believe that. So you can go ahead and believe that, but you're, you're going past the point here. And the point is... Will you just have your wife on there and leave you downstairs? Okay, that was one time. And I wasn't really even part of the show. And in all honesty, we were trying to bang his wife at the time. Yeah, so. you know what? I, I pretty much got that uh, in my head, too. But You're welcome. Uh, you know, thank you so much. But that's before I got to know you. Oh. Right, I know. Yeah. But the thing is this, man. You can't be like that, Fez. If they didn't ask you, they didn't ask They didn't ask. They, they were being the rude ones. Fez, they don't ask me. I'm not upset. I don't want to eat their fucking truck food. Ron, you want to come down to the truck with me later? I've seen you eat out of a fucking trash can. I'm like, no, eat it all. Help yourself. <laughs> Most of it didn't hit the bottom. And then the Bonus. Is, let's say Chris picked one up for you, Fez. Then you would have said, what, are you trying to kill me? Yeah. Can't win around here. Nothing. There's a, this is a no-win situation. I never said I wanted a Langos. I said I thought it would have been appropriate if they had told me they were going down to get something to eat. Now, do you think that this kind of anger is appropriate? Where does Where is this... 
in your book of etiquette. Is there any book of etiquette that says when you've been snubbed, scream and Attack. threaten people? You don't get invited to a wedding, scream at them, then you're never coming in my pool again. It's It doesn't fit anywhere. And I love it when people try to use etiquette as the fucking gimmick because what there there's no there's no social skills that say start and scream and call people names. And another thing is how about if Chris and Shelby go to the bathroom? Do they have to ask you? Hey, says you want to go to the bathroom? He's got. He fucking has you, Fez. You're the only one I know that eats in the shitter. So no, huh? they don't have to tell me they're going to the bathroom. What's that mean? He's a shit mouth. He's a shit talker. Oh. I was drinking. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> that didn't even make fucking sense. I was fucking hysterical. <laughs> oh, all right, man. All right. Sorry, Mikey. You stayed even keeled with Mikey, though. <coughs> uh, Josh, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, sorry, it's not Josh. It's, uh, it's your buddy, John Nash, Fez. Question, would you have gotten mad at Ron if he would have eaten a Langos plural? That wasn't John Nash. And it's Jason Nash. John Nash is the guy who saw stuff. But yeah, would you get mad at me if I came up here with a Langos? No, because we don't have that thing where I say to you, well, let's hey, I'm get, going to get something to eat. You don't say that I'm going to get something to eat. Let's get it started, dude. We don't have that thing. <clears throat> well, let me have the timing here, too. Let's get it started. Order something now, and we'll eat in front of these guys. You know, and make out our thing. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. What would you like? I want you to surprise me with something fucking fantastic. And, of course, Howard can eat with us, too. Can I get, like, a side, at least? To yeah, get him oh, fries. Oh, look who's already asking to get back in. Yeah, get him fries. Oh, oh no. Nice. No, come on. No. Just, just fries. No. Oh, now you want back in. Now you need Fez. I mean, if we're ordering lunch here. We're not. Me and Ron are. And Howard. And Howard, yes. And Molly's going Oh, yeah, here. and Molly. Uh, send the kids in. Can I get, like, a dessert, maybe? Yeah, get, you can have a oh, piece of cheese. Yeah, run down oh, and get a Langos. Great. I love cheesecake. Maybe a tiramisu, depending on where you're ordering from, you know? Now, you want to do this for after the show today? Yeah. Three? Yeah, for the what meeting. What would you guys like to eat? <laughs> you in the mind for burgers? Uh, I, I could burger. do burgers. Okay. Do Maybe, uh, I could go for like a grilled cheese. A grilled cheese. Five Guys has grilled cheese and hamburgers. Five guys, we thinking? Yeah, I think that's what all right. So that make sure really make sure we talk around uh, two two thirty. I'll send you out to get some nice burgers, just for the four of us. Okay. And Chris, do you but want you anything? Fries, yeah, can I get a double no. double bacon okay, cheeseburger? No fries. Got nope. a double bacon, bacon cheeseburger. Something. Chris gets nothing. Shelby gets nothing. They just get to smell the fries in here. <laughs> right, you know, might get me three cheeseburgers and all. Three I cheese give them each one. Thanks, Rod. And so the, the side of fries is a yes? Yeah. No. We got to do fries. You want to do the hot fries now? Because they have hot fries, too. No, Never been a fan. I end up getting hot. I get hot. I get hot. You know what? You're at the age where you can sit and enjoy your right, spicy right. hot food. I can't do it. All yeah. right? I mean, you're a veteran. All right? I want you to have whatever you want. <laughs> all right. Good. Excellent. Here's cigars and scotch. I'm kind of shocked here, guys. I mean, for everything Fez does for Chris and Shelby, they sneak out together for some food, leaving Fez locked in the serious tower like he was the lunch pack of Notre Dame. The lunch pack <laughs> of Notre Dame. 
<laughs> that was just mean cigars and scotch. Face, <laughs> talk to you later. Uh, Slipper, you're on the run of Fez show. What's up, buddy? Hey. Hello? Yeah, you're on the air, bud. <laughs> okay. Hey, sorry, man. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the difference between gays and straights is, you know, we, like, you made that uh, wedding invitation reference. Straight, straight guys, you know what? Don't invite me to your wedding, please. Right? That's like the best day of your life is when you don't get invited to the wedding. <laughs> Uh, Nathan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Nathan. You know what you guys were talking about earlier? I just read an article where uh, someone quoted that Albert Einstein said, if we don't do anything except for fear of retribution or for a reward, then we're a sorry lot in need. Yeah. uh, Well, I tried to point that out to Fez. What did Einstein know? (laughs) Everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, and this is the guy that invented the atom bomb, so, you know. Not all of it. It was more, more of an Oppenheimer, but, you know. They call this the difference between giving to give and giving to receive. Mm. It's a spiritual thing. Yeah. Do you consider yourself a spiritual person? Yeah, I'm pretty spiritual. What is? It, are you religious or spiritual? I would say I'm... I'm spiritual with like religiousness peppered in yeah yeah see i'm the only person i know who prays to their lower power and because uh, i think that's who needs the help you know just the worst of me how huh. what about you i'm gonna take you for an atheist uh, yeah more along yeah. those lines i think karma is sort of makes a little bit of sense to me like if you put out good things you get good stuff back would you like yeah like karma corn right that's mm. what I would like to get. <laughs> it's delicious. By the way, it's the only truck worth eating around here. The one, the Brooklyn popcorn that has caramel corn. Yeah. Nice. We didn't ever get the reviews of the sandwich that you guys ate, though. How was it? It was good. It's delicious. First of all, let, let me just say this. Chris Stanley, whether you're getting him something out of a truck or a five-star, three <laughs> Michelin stars, whatever... Eats fast and says it was good. He doesn't say it's delicious, <laughs> and he doesn't say that it's awful. Him. It's just food that passes through his mouth, <laughs> down his possible, gullet, like a human yeah, garbage disposal. incredibly fast. <laughs> yeah. I fucking house it. I have no problem with it. I only saw one person in my life that ate faster than you, and that's uh, from Last Comic Standing, Jimmy Schubert. He has the best fucking stance ever. He, they're like, here's a plate down on the table. He puts his arm around his plate <laughs> and shuffles up. And the reason why he does that, grew up with five brothers. Uh, so so you have to, to watch out for people we snatching. Had, uh, uh, my One of my dad's old friends, he had like six uh, brothers. When they had to leave to like go to the bathroom, they would actually spit on their plate so nobody else would take their food. Like That's how bad it was getting. They honestly got up to take a shit during the... Or they had to get up to get a drink or something like that. They would hawk something into their food so nobody else would touch it. Because it would be gone. Um, John, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Ron. What's up, buddy? Got a spy report for you. I need a spy report. I need a spy report right now. Spy report. Spy report. Thank you, Fuzzy. Spy report. He's on the 360. Uh, Rick Mayall from The Young Ones, who was Vivian, uh, dead at the age of 56. What? What happened? 
Uh, I don't know. BBC is saying that he's. Uh, um, I just found. I just read it right. I just found it right now. He's he's gone. All right. Now Thanks. I'm reading that he was Rick. Vivian. Yeah. Did I say Vivian? I meant Rick. My bad. You just fucked up your spy I report. One spy, of them report. <laughs> spy report. <laughs> Later. Um, Bill, Bill, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey guys, I just wanted to know, Fez, um, is it acceptable to go out to lunch by yourself if you're going for blueberries? You know, that's more of like an eat alone fruit. Mine goes to standalone fried bread. Let's see it. Let's get up the the blueberry bit. That's good, Fuzzy. Take your thumb off it. Take your thumb off of it. Let's get it up on here. Give me a pound on it, though. Oh, sweet. Why won't you? You know, we- you leave me hanging. Now the blueberry is one that can't work on its own. It has to have something with it, like the kiwi. It's a not a a standalone. Standalone fruit. Um. What? Fez. That's how I felt Thursday. How's that? Standing alone. Well, I was there. I wasn't completely alone. You're just a pawn, dude. Where, 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 I, I got a free sandwich out of the deal. Thank you, Fez. Where are you going this time? Where did he take you? Oh, we went to Toasties. Toasties. Hey, I got a nice sandwich. It was Come delicious. On. Why would anybody go to Toasties? Mm. I enjoyed it. Jeez. I don't know what kind of people I'm raising around here. <laughs> where, 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 where else would I, should I go? Oh, I'm not telling you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I've got all the fucking secret places. I told Molly and her dad they went out and had a lovely day. We did. Excellent. We really did. Yeah. That was what you call daddy-daughter date day. Yeah. Daddy-daughter date day. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Seems a little bit uncomfortable. Daddy-daughter date Why? Whatever. It's a nice thing. It she is a nice thing. Don't take father it and make it all dinner. Yeah. She's, I mean, wearing a pr- she's wearing a promise ring. Oh, God. <laughs> and that That's, way she yeah. keeps herself promised to her dad until she finds someone else. <laughs> nice. Weird. That there should be... The father shouldn't have anything to do with that. And she... And she treats her little self like a treasure. Yeah. My body is my temple. That's right. This is uncomfortable. <laughs> that little vagina is oh so God. important to keep packed away she's from an, people. She's an intern. We should be talking about this. No, this is for all fathers and daughters. <laughs> oh, my God. It's in the Bible. <laughs> Read it. Oh, wow. All right. Let's break. And after that, we plan lunch. Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Series XM. Comedy. It's Channel 99. Hey, comedy fans, what's up? It's Jeffrey Gurren here for Sirius XM, bringing you the 4-on-1 on what's going on in the comedy scene in New York, LA, and anywhere else I think is important within one minute. Adult Swim is moving further into live-action half-hours with the new sitcom from my pal Robert Smigel, the voice and life force behind Triumph the Insult Comic Dog, who'll be teaming up with Jack McBrayer of 30 Rock fame in an as-yet-unnamed half-hour buddy comedy. Smigel co-created the show which cast McBrayer and Triumph as two former child actors who co-starred in a Lassie-style show from the 80s, and whose cast 
situation sent them into what NBC describes as a depraved and downward spiral. Jack's finally back on track when Triumph finds his way back into his life. All I know is if it comes from Robert Smigel, it's gotta be funny. Anyway, that's it for me. This has been Jeffrey Gurren for SiriusXM reminding you, you may forget a lot of things, but never forget that comedy matters. Follow me on Twitter at Jeffrey Gurren and on ComedyMattersTV.com for interviews with all your favorite stars. Shout out to Nick Roll. That's my one minute. I'm out. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Ron and Fez on Raw Dog, Sirius XM, Comedy Hits, Channel 99. Ride those levels, boy. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I forgot that we were doing a thing that you were supposed to be over there with them, training them. Yeah. And then uh, you just leave them alone again. Uh, and Fez, you were mad about stuff that happened at 360. There was a lot of real anger taking place during the commercials. You're really upset, Fez. Yeah, I am. Very much so. I didn't know. I thought it was all in fun. You feel like you can't trust the 360? Yeah, it's just if you're going to go and change something on it. Who changed it? I'm guessing Chris did. As a funny joke to make you look like an idiot, you said? That's the only reason I can think of that I can come up with. Did you do that on purpose? I must have changed it on purpose at some point. That's why it was changed, but not to make Fez look silly. Well, he was really upset during the commercial. I didn't know that, Fez. I thought we were all just having fun in here. Why don't, no. we, why don't we include those guys in our lunch then? Yeah. No. Let's no see. more lunches for them. I think it would just it would fuck be like a clean slate. Like we all have lunch. Wow. And everything who's gets, really wanting lunch now. Everything gets nice and reset, and we restart this whole lunch thing, right, Fez? Nope. It's lunch for four. Ron, Fez, Molly, and Howard. The the, the two couples. <laughs> You know, I couldn't get to sleep last night. Really? Toss and turn. I don't know why. Insomnia hits me every once in a while. I've never had a problem with it. I fucking... I, I think I'm almost narcoleptic. Did you ever see that thing that we uh, had up on the iBang of babies falling asleep while they were eating dinner? Yeah. I would kill to be that tired. As tired as these babies get, I'm like, how does that happen? It's amazing. It's I couldn't amazing do that feeling. without a pill. Do you guys fall asleep with your TV on or off? Uh, I f uh, off. If I wake up and the TV's on, I get weirded out. Like, yeah. I'm like, what the f what happened? Well, here's what I'll do sometimes if I'm watching TV. If I'm worried I'm going to fall asleep, I move ahead to see what's on those channels, and I'll actually, I'll even put things in so the channels switch, so I don't fall asleep and then dream about a slasher film. <laughs> I try to I try to have if I'm gonna do it a rom com. Do you have a insomnia channel, a late at night channel, T V channel? Yeah, I I use I usually go to I go to ESPN and I just Why? It's the wrong. same show that takes place hour after hour after hour overnight. So I know you're not telling the truth because no one would want to leave on seven sports centers. 
I definitely do. How about you, Shelby? You got a late night... Uh, well, you don't even watch TV. Yeah, I don't own one. I just sit there in the dark with my own thoughts. <laughs> Ugh. See, that'll kill me, too. What I want to do is do a thing that as my eyes shut, the TV turns off. That would be the perfect invention. It's coming to that. They're gonna, they, they track your fucking eyeballs, these, these televisions. Not mine. I put a fucking thing over it. It's NSA. Yeah. Uh, Jason, you're on the Run of Fez show. Jason, go ahead, buddy. Yeah. You there? Yeah. Yeah, I used to know how to pass out. It's falling asleep. That's the it's the tough thing. I used to read to go to sleep. If I if I ever did have a problem going to sleep, and reading just fucking knocks me out. Yeah, it just gets me. Like I'll, I'll do. I got to finish this chapter. And I'm like, oh, now I wonder what kind of hijinks they're going to get into. I'll give it one more chapter. Reading actually gets me pumped up, not relaxed. I need something because the insomnia thing, it isn't always with me. But when it hits, it's almost like a cycle. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. It's, it's going to make it go. It could make it go crazy. Like no sleep. Just, and just now you've gotten into stupid talk. <laughs> Because I will sleep, just not the times I'm supposed to. If I can't fall asleep, the longer and longer it goes, then it just gets really dark, and I'm just questioning everything in my life. Well, you see, that's the thing. That's why you don't want to be up, like, in the middle of the night, because there's only two ways to be up. You're either, like, fucking hectic and frantic, or you're depressed and sad. You know what I mean? You're not just up like a regular fucking fellow. I keep, when I get insomnia, I keep trying to make myself go to sleep. And that's when the tossing and turning starts and can't get comfortable in the bed. Daniel, you're on the run, Fez show. Hey, how y'all doing? Fez just explained to us tossing and turning because we're not uh, from this planet. And we're not familiar with it. Well, uh, as I've been told by other partners, I do not sleep still when uh, I go to bed. I move all over the place. Mm. Um, I don't understand how anyone can just stay still and be comfortable. Um, uh, like I tell you, we're touching on uh, the TVs starting to track your eyes. Uh, so they would turn off when you're out looking. Yeah. I know cell phones are already starting to do that, so I can't imagine TVs are too far behind. Well, they have the TV that watches you now, the Xbox thing, but I put something up in front of that so I don't have to ever fucking wonder if something, if something or someone is watching me. Uh, John, Hyde Park. How you doing? I'm doing good, Ronnie. A lot of times I'll turn on my XM on demand and listen to a little Ron and Fez or Opie and Anthony while I'm laying in bed. And next thing I know, I got to go back the next day and listen to the rest of it. And talk radio would keep me awake. You know what I mean? Uh, something passive to listen to. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of dead air with Fez anyway. So uh, there you go. It does give you a chance to nap. With Fez, you could actually, it's cool because you could play the part of Fez. Like you would have had a response right there. And then another one right there. And then another one right there. So you so can play along at home. Um, Blowhard wants to tell us how he gets to sleep. Blowhard. My apartment faces the street, and I got to hear all the animals outside at night. So 
maybe about seven or eight years ago, I purchased a white noise machine. Uh, you can get them at Dwayne Reed or any other drug chain store, and it just makes that like the sound like of an air conditioner humming. And once you get that in your head when you're trying to sleep, it's like heroin. You just go into a daze, and it just puts you in a trance. And I've tried other sound effects. There's babbling brook, which kind of makes you want to pee. There's birds chirping, which kind of scares me. But when you put on that white noise machine, it's just the best solution to insomnia. Because I used to work nights years ago, and I mean, a friend of mine had a noise machine. Psychiatrists have them in their offices in the waiting room a lot of times, so you can't listen in on the, you know, through the door. But if you really tried a white noise machine, mm -hmm. I'm guaranteeing you're going to sleep like a baby. And then when, it, when you turn that machine off, it's just like, oh, I want it back on. Help me. Uh, help me get back to sleep. And then All right, I'm going to look into this. I'm going to look into a white noise machine. All right, uh, we've got uh, someone just sent us this. I like vodka and sending Texas. Have you, did you hear the way Fez says that? Vodka. 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 Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. A new bit. Kind of memes from the headlines up on the iBank today. Kevin K has put this together. Good job. Strong job. Kevin K. Ronnie B's gold start today. Uh, Jim, you're on the Run of Fez show. I just rub one out, blow a batch of aborted babies, and uh, it knocks me right out. You do the jacks. You do the jack scene. But if you don't come out, if, if you come and then still don't sleep, you've got an extra fucking problem. Now you're just fucking whacked out. Yeah. The problem with those white noise machines, and then if you still can't sleep, then you start hearing like where it skips and like where it starts over, because it's not like they're actually recording live, like animals or whatever. So that'll fuck you up even more. Uh, Red in Canada, you're on the Run of Fest show. Yeah, so Blowhard just phoned in about that white noise machine. That's racist, isn't it? Well, the thing is, it's not white supremacist noise machine. If it was, I wouldn't have it. Stole Hitler's speeches, blasting in his apartment. You, to even know that Hitler made speeches, what? seems racist to me. I thought everyone knew that. Jim in Ohio, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, um, Fez helped us out by uh, describing how tossing and turning works and and Blowhard was able yes. to describe the noise the white white noise machine makes. I yes. was hoping you could get an old, maybe an elderly caller to explain how covers work. Yeah, when you take the blanket, you put it over yourself. Mm. You know, it kind of keeps you warmer. You know, so, it's like a nice warm blanket. So instead of being cold, I'd be warm. I use a pillow, you know, to keep my head up a little bit off the bed. I hope I'm not being too obvious right now. Is it comfortable, this pillow? Yeah. What I'll do at night is turn off the lights, you know? See, Get the room nice and dark. See, I've been keeping the lights on this entire time. Uh, Greg, you're on the run of Fez show. Uh, hey, what's going on, boys? Uh, Blowhard was actually coming correct there with that white noise bullshit, but uh, you don't need to buy, like, a device to do that. You can just go to this website uh, called asoftmurmur.com, and they give you all these cool options of, like, uh, you can go white noise, Brooks. Yeah, but you know what? You're stealing the noise off to these people who <laughs> make the noise. Uh, give me some white noise, Chris. Okay. Asoftmurmur.com. Yeah, we're on there. We're on asoftmurmur.com right now. 
White noise is loading. Why is it going to load? Everything else in the world you just hit. This is like sleeping inside a factory. Yes. Give me some waves. You have to turn off the white noise. Now add some thunder to the mix. Drop me in a little bit of rain. And then give me that woman being choked. Howard was all over that from the other room. He just keeps his mic on in there, huh? Yeah, he was told not to. David, David, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. You have the USA Network and a fan, and you'll sleep like a baby. You know, That's a fan is a really... Yeah. A fan is a really good idea. Um, but I'm really now thinking about that USA Network. Because for a while, like I'll, in the summer, if I know there's a hurricane coming... I leave Weather Channel on all fucking night. Well, they have some good tunes. Fish plays on there sometimes, like just long jams. I don't think you know what you're talking about. On the about. Weather Channel. Why would Fish play for a long jam on the Weather Channel? L- like the Weather Channel has like beds they use. There's a hurricane coming. <laughs> We're at fucking full. <laughs> They're not going to fucking just lay out a fish song. You enjoy myself. It's a good tune. There's not a day goes by that you bring up fish, that you don't bring up fish, and no one else fucking calls up and goes, oh, yeah, what you said about fish was so correct. Well, I'd like to get the name out there. Um, all right, Leslie is a borderline narcoleptic. She falls asleep in public. I know a couple. I know a guy that was like that. It was fucking amazing. He would be mid conversation, fall asleep, bring it back up again, like a little while later, and just start talking to you. He pick it up, like from yeah. He like he would know where he left off. Yeah. No, it's like his brain stopped. It wasn't a matter if he'd know. Like he didn't even know that he fucking went out. Uh. John, Del- John in Delaware, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, how are you? I just wanted to comment about Fez. Maybe Fez, JurisXM needs to put him back on uh, probation. He seemed to be a lot better person when he was on probation in fear of his job. Well, he'll get there in another month or two. Fez, when are you getting your operation done? Hey, could you uh, boost me? Mm-hmm. Or is it over there? Is it there? Um, that should be like the first or second week in August. What are you getting done? I'm getting a, I guess, a disc replaced in my neck and my neck rebuilt. How long is your recovery time? They told me two weeks on, uh, well, two weeks on soft food because they're going in through my throat. How long are you going to be in the hospital? Wait a minute, where in your throat? Right here. And they go right through the pipe? Yeah, um, I don't think they go through the pipe, but they go through here, and the surgeon said they move all the arteries out of the way. I consider that neck and not throat then. And then go uh, go around to the neck. See, I thought I was going to get like a Peyton Manning scar down the back of my neck. 
You don't really get scars anymore. I mean, it's a heavy operation if they got to fucking literally put the old knife through it. If you'd like, I'd like to go in there and do this operation for you. I think I can do it. And you got to do the hip bone too? Yeah, they got to take a piece of bone out of my hip or pelvis uh, to rebuild my neck with. You're not nervous about this? No, I'm very nervous about it. The weird thing is I'm more nervous about the hip thing. That seems like someone going in and sawing off a piece of your hip bone is going to hurt worse than anything going through the throat around to the neck. Well, I don't know. They both sound bad to me. I'd prefer to get, if I was getting this neck operation, I'd want them to give me the fake plastic disc instead of busting up into my body and using parts of my bone. Does the plastic not work there? I was told this was my only option. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to put a piece of plastic if you got to go back and do the other operation why again. Don't, why don't they use dead people bones? I mean, they got plenty of those. Why so do what's somebody going to do? Leave their fucking hip for science? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you heal better if it comes from your own body. Now, have you gotten a, a second opinion? My... Um, the surgeon I'm going to has sent all the stuff over to the second opinion surgeon. So I'm waiting to hear on that. Well, you can get a second opinion from your neighbor. That guy is always willing to talk about anything. That's crazy, though. It's going to be a f- maybe we ought to do it live on the air. Yeah. Do they keep you awake for it? I don't think so, no. No, I hope not. Do they tell you how long you're going to be in uh, surgery, how long you're under? The surgery is, I think he said, four hours. Jesus. Wow. Wow. I had no idea. At least live stream it. Stop. This is his fucking neck. You're already... You know what I think the pain in your neck has come from, Fez? These two assholes right here, they're <laughs> loving the fact that this is even happening to you. You could shove a Langos in there. He's getting neck surgery and hip surgery, and he's concerned about it. And you're bringing up Langos every five seconds. Everyone was nice about your gland. That's your neck right now. He's backing up. Look, his spine is being fused. Yeah. It's a big deal. Uh, Jay, in Kentucky, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Pete. Yes. I had your same surgery. They used a dead bone, a plate, and four screws of my neck. I woke up in more pain than I went to sleep in. I wish you luck, buddy. I ain't been the same since. And in your back and all that? Yeah, my neck. Yeah, they cut the front of your throat, go in. Yeah. And they rebuild it up, put plate and screws in. And the scar where they cut me on the side, I feel like I got two Adam's apples when I swallow. I don't know. I've heard some people say it's great, but it didn't do me no good. I wish you luck, buddy. Oh, man. Do you worry about that, Fez? That what if it doesn't feel better after you're done? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that they have to do it again? Or if you don't come out of it. I asked about that. Um, said Molly in. Young Molly. Come in studio, please. Uh, Craig in Kansas. You're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Roddy. I had that surgery, summer surgery. They take a piece of bone about the size of your pinky just a pinky nail off your right hip usually they make a one inch incision 
that's not the part that scares you. It's the part that you can lose your fucking voice. A lot of people lose their fucking voice with this surgery. Um, it, it's going to work, but he's going to feel a lot better. His arm's going to feel a lot better. But losing his voice, maybe like he talks much on there anyway, but that's one of the fucking, that's one of the scary things about this surgery he's having. But he's going to feel great afterwards. It, it works. They know what they're doing. Yeah, it's it's mad. I don't know who's the lunatic who thought of it. Oh, let's just take a piece. Oh, the hip is just like the spine. And then ball, I guess right? they got to fucking drill a little hole in it, make it perfect like you were in shop class. And then how do they get it around your spine? They must have to take the top of your head off and then push <laughs> it down. That's what it sounds like. And then I was told. Did they, did they tell you you could lose your voice? I didn't hear that. I was told that I couldn't eat meat or bread for two weeks. Can you have a langos? No. <laughs> All right. Too bready. Now, Molly, you know how like your new thing is to to stay on those guys to do plugs right. and giveaways and stuff. Yeah. They completely forgot that we have a bobcat uh, winner. They completely forgot about it. Mm. So that'll be one of the things. This is I wanted you to catch them. Okay. In that position. So nobody was going to remember today. Nope. No one was. Why is that so hard? All right, let me go in and pick out a bobcat winner. And then you'll win an actual live bobcat, I believe. <laughs> I'm not sure. We'll, um, we'll ship it out. It's alive. Can't tell you what's going to happen on a fucking UPS truck. <laughs> That's on UPS, not us. It's a very vulnerable position to be in. But see, this is what is... This is the thing that we need you. You've got to be responsible. Yeah. And that means before you come in here, no... Smoking that herb. Okay. Noted. Right. Make some adjustments. Yeah. Be ready. Yeah. If you need us to send you uh, uh, to rehab for a while, I'm all for it. Okay. Um, let's go over here to Mike. Mike, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Fez. Yes. Uh, you know, I just had that same procedure done. And, um, you know, Peyton Manning actually had two neck surgeries. The second one he had... The same one that, you know, you're having. And he had it at a place done in Long Island, the New York Spine and Brain Institute, and that's where I went. They were fantastic. And, you know, you, you I thought really uh, Peyton Manning that. went to Germany or something. Yeah, he had, like, know, stem cell treatment. Nice. Yeah, he had to have a dog's neck put in there. <laughs> The and in the meantime, you know what? They didn't fucking fix something because it fell apart during the Super Bowl, <laughs> you fucking prick. From the get-go. Like the first fucking play, that dog spine was just fucking him over. It is true. That fucking dog's get afraid of the Super Bowl, I guess. <laughs> They're great during the regular season, even the playoffs. Yeah. But the thing about Peyton Manning is now he's fun to fucking chase a Frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dotson neck motherfucker. Come on, dude. It's the Super Bowl. Get your shit together. Who are you, Donovan goddamn dog shit McMahon? <laughs> he was the worst. Do you think that different breeds of dogs being implanted into your neck would give you like a different... Sure. Different you don't effects. want a chihuahua neck. It's going to make your head too shaky. <laughs> I don't even see chihuahuas anymore. They used to be like a, like everybody liked them, and now... Pug. My, my Pug just wiped out the, the chihuahua population. Chihuahua. Ever. They're all the worst. They're fucking so nervous. It's like having a fucking meth head as a, <laughs> as a, as a pet. Just fucking standing next to the door and fucking freaking out every time they hear a noise. They're actually a little scary, though. Like, they're tiny, but they are they sound vicious. Well, they give you that little bite, but it's like being bit by pins. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a paper cut, but... 
All right, what Different. do we have to give out for uh, Bobcat Goldthwait, who was fantastic the other day? This is World's Greatest Dad on DVD, signed by the director, Bobcat Goldthwait. All right, I'll announce a uh, winner right now. Yeah, that's it. Give me the winner. Tiffany, yeah. Oh, boy, that 360. It's Alan Chase. Alan Chase, Woo! congratulations. Um, so congratulations, Alan Chase, world's greatest dad, signed, Bobcat. Um, hey, here's my buddy, Hard Rock Johnny. Johnny. Hello, boys. Hey. What's Bezzy. up? Yes, Johnny. You can look up, there's a list of thousands of wrestlers who've had the same surgery as you, so you love wrestling, you're going to be just like... Your favorite guys. John Cena had neck fusion. Daniel Bryan had said neck fusion. It's not a big deal. I bet those guys fuck up their necks a lot, huh? Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Dean Malenko, I just remember for some reason, had it. And it's a. It's Stanko a, Malenko? <laughs> How did that operation turn out? <laughs> yeah, almost. He had no neck. That was the hardest part. Was, wasn't um, his, his father great? Oh, his father was great. Yeah. Malenko. <laughs> That was his name, the Great Malenko. The great, great and people Malenko. would say to Dean, "You're never going to be as great as your dad. Why, why do you even try?" What's that? Huh? That's what happens. Uh, Johnny, last time we got together, you were talking about uh, weren't we going to do a poster giveaway with you or something? We talked about doing something, but uh, we never really. It was it was at that uh, that cheap lunch I took you to. Yeah. Oh, that was fucking, seriously, that was like a Fez Lango's lunch. <laughs> I brought it up to Wiki, and I brought it up to Tim, and neither one of them connected with you. And they both gave me the stink eye when I said it. Like, well, fuck the hard rock. And I'm not even making that up. But I thought that they both would be excited about it. But they don't. You've you know had a, yeah, you've, it just means they gotta, it's more work for them to do. You've had a falling out with one of those guys who used to be good buddies with. No, Wiki and I are tight. Maybe it's just maybe maybe, maybe because know. it had to do with our show, mm-hmm. and he was thinking, how could I move this over to another show? I, I had offered to do it on both shows. Weird. And, yeah. Weird. I, never, uh, I don't know. Maybe you know what? Fuck Wiki. How about that? No, I can't say that. I like Wiki. He's a nice guy. Although I know that Gil is uh, taking um, Curry out to lunch on Wednesday. He's never given me a nice fucking lunch out on the town. <laughs> The lunch politics in this office. It's unbelievable. It's, like, it's unbelievable. It's <laughs> Luckily, we're all having a nice lunch later. By the way, Gurian is just loved. Beloved. I think I saw him four out of five days last week. It's kept running into Gurian. I don't, you don't know this, but he went down, pulled Tim out of a meeting with Scott and all the big bosses. The suits. What? All the big suits, yeah. Holy shit. You know, and... And was loved for doing it. <laughs> because he brought Susie Essman down with him. I don't think anyone's I would loved. never interrupt one of those meetings. <laughs> he strikes me as very like old New York Korean. He's like of he's kind of a throwback, you know. Yeah, I guess. I mean a throwback to a time before, you know, people were happy. <laughs> Um, all right, Johnny. Fezzy, hang in there, buddy. 
Well, I mean, there's not much Fez can do except no. to show up, right? I mean, yeah, you I can't mean, prepare yourself for this. No. Yeah, just go to I sleep, guess. you wake up, and that's it. What are you going to do? You know, you're not, you know, that's it. I go to the physical therapy to work on my arm, but that's not going to help with the surgery, I don't think. What's that? Did you, did you do anything for you, the arm? Um, two things I do at physical therapy. They put me in the track, they put my head in the traction machine, which is weird because you pump it up and it lifts my head that up off my great. neck. <laughs> it does. It's like a, like an old Adams family thing, like having your head in a vice. <laughs> and then the arm, um, they, I've had like some, like laser treatments on the nerve and get, stuff to try get, to lift. Get rid of some of that back hair? I'm sorry. I'm not being on the nose. I should be more truthful. So, uh, but they say your arm's in good shape? No, no, it's getting weaker. <laughs> Let me see, squeeze it. Does that help? Oh my god. Ow! There's part of it that's not numb that really hurts when you squeeze. I get this part right here that but, still works and it hurts. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> That's weird. Is, is scientific your arm gonna, like, test. Oh, my God. I said McMahon instead of McNabb. And not one of you fucking yes men would correct me. Why would I? I just feel awkward correcting you. You fucking pussy. <laughs> Seriously. Spineless. You little spineless wimp. Thank you, GVAC, for treating me like a fucking man and not seeing yourself as a goddamn yellow belly coward. <laughs> so you knew this whole time. Yes. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just say? Do a fucking correction, you creep. What's well, weird? No, Ron, it's McNabb. That'd be fine. That's what people do. We're on the air. I can't be giving out bad information. What if I just suddenly go like this? Ladies and gentlemen, we just surrendered to Afghanistan. <laughs> You guys would no, see, then you would yell out no, and that would be helpful. Instead of just sitting there with your slight one arm fucking sunburn. Yeah, what happened? Uh, I was fucking outside for 15 minutes, and I have a sunburn. My my, it just feels hot. It's it's terrible. My skin is so fucking pale. What was that? The walk to the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to I'm going to make a movie about you called The Drunk Vampire. <laughs> that has potential. It does. I'd invest in that. The Drunk Vampire goes to lunch. The only thing he could do <laughs> is bite the neck of alcoholics. <laughs> All right, so do I so I, can I so I do need blood. I need blood and alcohol mixed as a drunk vampire. I'll tell you what you need to do yeah. is stop wearing an afghan as a shirt. <laughs> I need to do laundry. Everyone in the office wears those same shirts. Hey, I know. He's fucking part of the whole gang. <laughs> hey, guys, is it Flannel Friday? Yeah, it's hipster time. <laughs> oh, by the way, I've heard of a band none of you guys have, so that makes me head hipster today. <laughs> Can't tell you about it, though. <laughs> oh, it's a guy with a ukulele, another one with a trombone, and the third one beating one on a washing machine with a snow shovel. <laughs> They're so fucking great. They don't play clubs. They just play underneath bridges sometimes. <laughs> I think they have a Pinterest. All right. I, I want you to go over to the iBang. There's some picture at a GNR show that is supposedly Dice <laughs> and Nick Cage. Wow. Is that Nick Cage with a Nick Cage shirt on? <laughs> yeah. That weird meme face. He's rocking it now. Oh, my God. This is awesome. I thought um, Axel was talking about dumping the GNR thing. He was. Dice looks like a million bucks, though. 
I like the chops. He looks just great. Plenty of room for those fingers to breathe, too. Yeah. I guess that means he's a pothead. <laughs> I bet if... Oh, is that what that's all about? Yeah, if you have fingerless gloves, you're a pothead, apparently. Uh, after fucking Shelby ran down Big J, Big J wants to come in tomorrow and fight Shelby. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be great. I so, think he's hilarious. I think he has horrible taste in really? hand accessories. Then why don't you put him as the seven comics you need to watch last year? He just has a thing against you. You fucking... <laughs> he had a great write-up on that dark show. I don't want to correct anyone because I just want to fucking weasel around here. <laughs> He's the yellow king. What a little fucking... <laughs> Shelby's the yellow king. We figured You know, ever since Fargo, I'm just... De- the yellow king's dead to me. There's nothing but rumors about the I th- next I think there's no Fargo. There's no Fargo this week. Is Louis off this week, too? Get my whole fucking TV week together. Molly, that should be part of your thing. Okay. My TV, TV viewing. Week. I think Let- Louis has a 90-minute episode this week. 90 minute yeah. A 90 minute <laughs> <laughs> It's Tartalk. It's Tartalk, right. Shelby. Everyone at the same time. You and Shelby look at each other yeah. and yell so no one can understand either of you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, radio. You never see Fez step on anybody. He's over there trying to wonder if his arm's going to fall off while he gets his neck. I know Tommy Jonkins on at midnight on Wednesday. So that's something to fucking check out. I think Johnny is coming back in here in July. Yeah. He had me laughing so funny. Yeah, he's it's funny. He might be the worst human being ever. <laughs> the thing that killed so me was tipping honest. over the keys. Everybody together. But when you see someone talking, Chris, when you see someone talking, yeah. you just keep going. We have to wear headphones in here. Not like Mickey Mouse ears, Chris. Gotcha. Remember when he changed the replay on you and you were just like this? <laughs> Still haven't forgotten it. That's the Fez noise when he doesn't know what to do with his finger. I I think that's Dice, but I don't think that's Nick Cage wearing a Nick Cage shirt. I think it's Nick Cage. Why would he put on a Nick Cage shirt? He's got, and he has a nice glass. He has a pip cane and a nice glass of wine as well. Good. Why wouldn't he? It's refreshing. Well, while you're watching Tommy John again on at midnight on Thursday, I'll be checking out Gary Goldman on the Pete Holmes show. They're getting rid of the Pete Holmes show, too. It's so damn funny. He's really killing it, changing it up. All right, who's doing Pete Holmes? Gary Goldman's doing that on Thursday. You know, last time I saw Gary Goldman on Seth Meyers, he did a fucking hysterical bit. He's a very funny man. We haven't seen him since the Yellow King. We ever invite him back? No, I I have not invited him back, no. You just said, huh? Just sit and wait for somebody else to bring it up. He didn't call me. <laughs> if we had, if seriously, my phone. See, yeah, I know. If you, uh, if we owned like a fucking theater, he he'd be like this. How come Batman's not playing in our theater? <laughs> they never call me. I hope Big J comes in here seriously and takes your fucking ears off to Mars, Shelby. <laughs> All right, Hard Rock Jenny. I'll talk to you later, buddy. Later, boys. All right. See you later. See you. Uh, Carl, you're on the run of Fez show. Just after knowing that, I think I could do the operation. <laughs> 
I say give it a shot. <laughs> That's all they teach you in medical school. I know I can fucking do an operation as good as any of those goddamn just weak tan <laughs> surgeons. I know I can do it. I know I can take a piece of Fez's hip off yeah? and put it in his neck. Do it without anesthesia. Just to prove that you can. I'll just I'll just pour whiskey on you. <laughs> oh my goodness. You'd probably do it better without all that lingering medical debt link hovering over you like all those other doctors have. Yeah. So I wouldn't have to end up sucking the cock of every goddamn pharmaceutical company out there. I do things my way. Bite on a stick. And I'll get you <laughs> fucking fixed up fast. Don't worry, you'll pass out. <laughs> Well, Do they tell you how long you got to stay in the hospital, Fez? Two days. Oh, that's nothing. You're in and out again. In and again, out again, Finnegan. That's what they call Fez Watley. I hope you don't go in there a virgin in case you die. You got no hopes of getting rid of their virginity now, huh? Oh, no. No, nothing. It'd be weird if I left the hospital having lost it. <laughs> You were you sent me an email this weekend that you're thinking about not doing the gay parade this year because of somebody you talked to in Alcu. Yeah, just uh, someone I talked to in Alcu who is just sick of gay people. You don't want to say who it is, right? No, I don't want to say. They work at Alcu, but they're sick of gay people? They're gay, and they're sick of gay people. Well, not that gay, then. <laughs> Said all day long, all he hears is gay, 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 gay. <laughs> He is on out cue. <laughs> you, chose you think it goes with the territory, but after... Yeah, yeah but, uh, you know, like if I worked at 90s rock, I'd be like, how come we don't play more 70s soul? It's fucking blows. Switch it up a little. By the way, do we have a station called 90s rock? I hope we do. I only like the 80s with the VJs talking. I remember in the short period that I played VJ. <laughs> so they hate gays and now you hate gays? Well, I, I understood where he was coming from and said, you know, said, wasn't sure, he wasn't going to go near the Pride March, uh, was going to cancel some other plans, and said, it's no wonder that gay people have to constantly fight for rights because they don't know when to shut the fuck up. Wow. When they used to try to keep quiet, people used to beat them to death with clubs. I went to the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Yeah. Puerto Ricans. <laughs> Weird. Like, I was just yelling, in English, por favor. <laughs> no rapes this year, though. That's positive. Yeah. I guess. A little disappointing. I mean, less headlines for the parade itself. J-Lo's not going to sing at the World Cup opening. Um, and they said it isn't because her fucking song blew or that her ass is too fat <laughs> yeah, to get into the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then this was, now, I don't know who did this on the iBang, but go read the, uh, Chris Lemon is Jack Lemon. And read it out loud to us. Back in 2006, Chris Lemon published a book, A Twist of Lemon, about his relationship with his dad, Jack Lemon. The book and the book tour went so well, that now Chris is taking it to the road with a performance piece, where he's playing his dad and telling stories from that book. Jack Lemon Returns opens in Chicago last month and opens in Laguna Beach this Wednesday. Chris's son may one day put on a play where he plays Chris playing Jack. The title, Atasha Lemon, is still <laughs> unused, so jump on it, kid. Boy, you slurped your way through it. Yeah. It could have been a funny fucking piece, and you slurped and gulped your way through it. You realize this is radio, right? Yes. Bad reading. 
very bad. Uh, Mike, Mike, you're on the Ron the Fez show. Yeah, Ron, I was just wondering if you're going to take the time to visit Fez in the hospital. Well, are you going uptown again, Fez? Yeah. Yeah, it should be, yeah, yeah, the uptown east side one. Yeah, I'll go up it's there because it's right it's near It's important the, to visit your friends in the hospital, you know. Yeah, I know. Fez wasn't there for me, but I'm going to be there for him. And I'll tie it in with a nice lunch at the Lexington Candy Shop, the kind of food that you guys don't like to go eat because it's delicious. No, I mean, not to get anything, apparently, from Fez. That's right. No, you blew it. Would you like to come with me when I go to the hospital that day? Yeah. No Shelby, way. would you? I think I've got something going on. <laughs> See? He goes for the joke. He goes for the joke, that little prick. On the nose, how many times have we got to tell you? Be truthful. Fez, is there anything you want to say to the listeners in case you don't make it out? You come with me when I go to the hospital that day? Yeah. No Shelby, way. would you? I think I've got something going on. <laughs> See? He goes for the joke. He goes for the joke, that little prick. On the nose, how many times have we got to tell you? Be truthful. Fez, is there anything you want to say to the listeners in case you don't make it out? Well, thank you for everything. Um, this is sad. I don't like yeah, this. Yeah. I don't know whether I'm paralyzed or just lost my voice or died during this. What if the anesthesia doesn't work and you have that like locked-in syndrome? Oh, my God. You know, that's my biggest fear in the world, locked-in syndrome, where you're paralyzed, but you but you understand everything that's happening around you. They, they say every coma victim knows what's happening. Like, they, 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 they did some, uh, they did a study on, like, brainwaves, and they were, the people in the coma were talking to, to, to the doctors. Ugh. They could understand what the hell was I going on. I don't think on. that's true, is it? Yeah. I read it. was like It came out, like, late last year. I'm study. petrified of that. Petrified. And just screaming in the just dark. Just promise that you'll shoot me, even if I'm just taking a nap. Okay. Just come in and shoot me. <laughs> he wanted this. I have two things that I fucking have absolute fears of. One is being paralyzed, because when I was a little kid, I saw a couple people get paralyzed different times. Yeah. That fucked me up. Two, I don't want to end up with scrambled brains anyway, like uh, Alzheimer's. Because that's not fun. That's like being stuck in a nightmare. Yeah. I think anything where you feel like like people aren't listening or like they can't hear you or oh, like you don't understand. I'm just gonna go jump out the window right now <laughs> and put an end to it. Molly, stop it. Sorry. I, I I have this prediction. If you know what's going on when you're in a coma, I also believe you know what's going on when you're in a casket and dead. I just oh. think that you're screaming, Don't fucking oh, bury me. That's awful. Just cremate me. Shoot. Sure. Now? But you'll know that. <laughs> you'll know it's happening. Please. Yeah, but at least that'll be all over. You won't be laying down there in a fucking box screaming for eternity. Feeling your body decay. Uh, George, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hi. My ex-wife had a similar surgery, and I had two things to tell Fezzy. The, I'm going to say the second thing first, because the first one will make for a good bit. Uh, Fez, how long is your neck going to need to be in the collar? They didn't tell me that. Okay. If it's going to be a long time, go buy yourself a J collar. It's actually the letter J. It's nice and comfy. It's not like the pieces of shit you see on WWE or that they bring you home in. The other part is she lost her voice for six months. 
and it was really just a whisper. She can whisper loud, but uh, people couldn't hear her. Hi, everyone. It's Fez Wiley. I want to tell you about vodka. Vodka. So, vodka. 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 So maybe you should practice before like make sure to make the handle it. Vodka. Cookie. Cookie. Why don't you wear your J collar on your J date? <laughs> I had a high school math teacher who met his wife on J date, so. I'm sure everyone you know met each other on J date. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a thing called whore date I'd like to sign up for? It? <laughs> Price it around. That's where Fez spent $50 on some kid fucking signing. Pele. Did, did you see his Pele book? There's no A in Pele. I don't know what the fuck he paid for. Where's your book, FS? I left it at home. Why would you leave it at home? Embarrassed? Yeah. Okay. Did you really think that we were going to build a whole goddamn contest around a signed book? No, I was hoping that I wouldn't have to go to the backup plan. Oh. When I hear your excuses, I wish you already lost your voice. Ron, it's Fez. Listen, help me with the vodka. It's the summer of vodka. Mm. Let's go over here to uh, Jack. Jack, you're on the run of show. Yo, I had that locked-in thing happen to me. I uh, ruptured my spleen mountain biking like 15 years ago and lost a shit ton of blood. By the time I got to the hospital, the fucking anesthesiologist was freaking out about how much to give me. He didn't want me to put me down forever. Fucking A, Ronnie, as soon as he fucking started carving into my fucking Ugh. abdomen, I felt it. It was freaking me the fuck out. I was doing everything in my power to let him know. I was, like, focused on my fucking pinky finger and I was like just move it move <laughs> oh, the no. fucking pinky finger move it and fucking nothing and then you know what boom I was out next day the anesthesiologist comes in and he's like yo what was going on I go I felt it when he started carving into me and I was fucking freaking out I tried everything I could he goes I noticed you started sweating and I gave you just a little more juice I'm like dude you fucking saved the day uh, <laughs> here's it the thing fucking, it was so are, are you are you an alcoholic me? No. Because a lot of times dentists will tell me this. They know who drinks a lot because they got to give them extra fucking stuff. Huh. No, I was four pints of blood short when I got there. So the anesthesiologist was just confused as to how much gas to give me. I was fucking, I was done, Ronnie. Oh. He started carving into me. I felt the whole oh. fucking thing. Good thing you started uh. sweating. <laughs> oh, yes, good yeah, thing. You'd sweat too. Somebody's <laughs> stabbing you in the fucking spleen. Oh, <laughs> so not bad. sweating. That would be the interesting <laughs> thing to pull that off. Um... Hey, Tom in Florida. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, guys. Hey, uh, long-time fan. I was see you guys about 20 years ago when I was a kid uh, in Orlando. You sound um, like an old man now. <laughs> I know. Long, <laughs> 30, when I was a baby it's been a long 20 years. It's been a rough 20 years. But yeah, no shit. I called, uh, I wanted to tell Fez I had three discs out in my neck and a bone spur. And I looked for years for people to operate. Finally, um, they said, well, we can do a fusion, you know, but the thing is with the fusion, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. They can't reverse it. So I found this place in Tampa uh, called the Laser Spine Institute, and they do a different type of procedure, and they did it. They do like a two-inch incision. It's like, it's so different. They don't have to cut through all the muscle. They don't have to do any of that stuff, and the recovery is much better. So 
you can actually just send them your films like online and they'll let you know if they can help you or not. So it might be a way to go. You know, they can review your stuff without you having to go in and all that and uh, might avoid a long recovery. And you won't have to worry about losing your voice or whatever else. So Hello, I everyone. It's best. <laughs> I think that anything that starts out with, I found this guy in Tampa... <laughs> Sounds fucking frightening. I found this guy in uh, Tampa. It's called Gators and Spinal Surgery. It's a hell of a place. Uh, they pick you up in a big truck. Uh, Susan, by the time I got hey. to Woodstock, how you doing, honey? Hey, how you doing, guys? Yeah. Hey, listen, I had the same surgery that Stezzy's going to have um, a month ago. It was the best thing I ever did. Um, he should not be worried. It doesn't hurt afterwards. I mean, just a little bit. But um, I had four levels done, not one. So I think, um, you know, just please, he can talk to me after. Like, I can email him or anything. But seriously, it was the best thing I ever did. I was in so much pain. I couldn't feel my arms or my hands. And um, I just wanted to wish him the best of luck with the surgery. Yeah, the weird thing about Fez is it's not even like you had uh, a lot of this leading up to it it just happened to you one day you yeah. didn't have pain before it happened I had none of it I woke up on a Monday kind of a stiff neck was riding in a cab by the time the cab got here I was in agony it was all gone hmm. well it's good to hear that she had a successful surgery hmm. she sounds fine yeah well, there's always someone who's going to have a successful surgery you know that she could be that one in a million <laughs> she beat the odds now you're going to be fine with it. They know what they're doing these days. Yeah. And that locked-in syndrome, though. What happened? Don't even fucking say that, Shelby. <laughs> even as a joke, it's just like you're jinxing us. Ron keeps looking behind his shoulder. I know. That's not even the thing I'm worried most about it with the anesthetic. I'm worried that it's going to stop the heart. Jeez. Your heart's... you got the heart of a bull. Okay? <laughs> a lot it, of rings in its nose. Believe me. You're a relatively young man. Your heart's going to be strong. You've never had a problem with it before. <laughs> I've had four heart attacks. Oh, boy. And the last one in the hospital. Getting your neck looked at. Yikes. That's actually why you were in the hospital. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, because when... He thought it was a heart attack. His <laughs> neck hurt, so he went there and fucking said, please, open my heart back up. Yeah, the first test on my heart came back fine. Everything was good. It was that night in the hospital that I had a heart attack. Do you, is this a familiar feeling to you now? You kind of like know what's... What, like, do you know for a fact that you're having a heart attack? Yeah, usually. This one I couldn't tell. Because hmm. the neck and the arm hurt so bad. Now I know when I'm having an arm attack. Hmm. Uh, Linda, Michigan, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, uh, I just wanted to let you know that I've had the uh, surgery done twice, and it doesn't hurt, and it, it has been the best thing that I've ever done also. I agree with that girl that called in earlier. Susan. It's Susan. Yep. <laughs> Let's not call her that girl when she's Susan from Woodstock. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't hear. So, but, um, I know, but you're letting on like she's a street whore. That's <laughs> just not true, Linda. Excuse me, Michigan. For? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, uh, I just wanted to let you know, man. Don't be afraid. It is the best thing I ever did too. And the second time I had it done, I just woke up one morning and it was uh, 
sore, and that's why I had to go have it done the second time. So I didn't do anything either. The only problem is once you start working on them, I do think that it starts a chain reaction. So you got to really keep your muscles built up around your neck and those areas. Oh, yeah, so that's fast. The rest of my vertebrae will go down like dominoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, you know, now i got a bad back now, too. So what the hell? All right, Dan. But, all right, I'm going to surgery. Diane wrote, my mother had that surgery and it didn't work. She was actually worse <laughs> off. Now she can barely stand up and she needs a wheelchair. Be sure you knew to do this surgery before you proceed. It's a very rough recovery. You're like mixed, mixed messages here. Yeah, yeah. Linda from Woodstock. and Well, I mean, that's the way these things go. For some people, they work out fine. Other people, not so fine. That's life. Luckily for us, you got a good, strong heart, and there's nothing to concern us. <laughs> Not so strong. If you want, we'll all be there in case they needed a, an immediate disc from one of us. You literally have a floppy disc now. <laughs> I've never met another human being like that. Literally. You're, you're part cyborg. Uh, we got a break here. Who's coming up, Chris? Oh, Mr. Chris Laker is stopping by the show. He has a new podcast, This Week in Jackin'. Which can be found on iTunes, and new episodes released every Tuesday. Chris Laker. This week in Jackin'. This week in Jackin'. Oh, it's a little bold. <laughs> it's quite bold there. Yeah. Doesn't he have an album out or something, too? He record. Last time he was in, he was recording his album over at the Creek and Cave in Astoria. I heard about somebody... Well, I don't know. I don't want to give that away. All right. I got to be careful. I hear a lot of inside stuff now. Oh, it's interesting. All comedy runs through us now. We know everything. We're the fucking conduit. Did you see the uh, Irving Azov uh, story? Oh, yeah. that he's, he's investing like a bunch of cash into comedy. That's big. That guy's never made a mistake in his life. He was like on the he was on like on the Eagles fucking in like nineteen seventy two when that gravy train started coming in. Jesus. He was all over the Eagles documentary. He's also the guy supposedly that Randy Newman wrote the song Short People about. Damn. He's not a tall guy. He's a little dude. Yeah. But he's just he just put a fifty percent stake in uh, levity entertainment. Is that our buddy's Levity Live? Are they yeah. tied in with that? They're tied in with it. Yeah, they're, they're tied in with it. Levity Live. Up in Nyack. I like to, you know, I should have been on the ground floor of that baby. All right. Um, all right, hold on. Ben, let's get something for Chris. Go ahead, Ben. Hello? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Pepper, he has the charisma of a rake. Every time he talks, I feel like someone's dumping out a bottle of Pepto Bismol. What's that supposed to mean? Pants. That doesn't even make any sense. It does make a lot of sense. <laughs> but you do seem like that. Do I sound I like liquid it. pouring out of a bottle? No, but you can, You hear the, the air leaving the balloon as you start to say something. Because <laughs> you'll start at an eight, and you'll go down to a two within a sentence. <laughs> Everything exhausts you. <laughs> Maybe I should just cut out the smoking. How, mu- how, how much you smoke a day? I smoke about a pack a day. Smoked a pack and a half yesterday. I saw you smoking a pack and a half outside one day. <laughs> you go, the, you light up. 
other people, other people, I was smoking yeah. down uh, downstairs with people yeah. on this floor. They were just, they were like, did you just smoke three cigarettes in a row? I'm like, yeah, why? What's what's wrong with that? You wish there was They're just one six-foot cigarette that you could light in the morning and smoke all day. Oh, that'd be great. It's my worst addiction. Out of all your addictions. I think it's the one it's, it's the one that I would like really have, I think I can give up, I feel like I can give up anything else but the cigarettes, I would have a freak out. I would gladly take you to a meeting. For cigarettes? Yeah, it's all part of it. Oh, well, I'm, not, I'm just talking about cigarettes though. You come into a meeting. It's crazy to see though, like he lights another cigarette with an already lit cigarette. <laughs> I think, yeah, of course he does. He doesn't want to fucking waste matches. <laughs> come on. Go in my pocket for a lighter? I want you to come into a meeting and just see how most people's bottoming out yeah. you fucking bypassed fucking years ago. <laughs> you're like, what? You quit just for that? Doesn't seem right. That seems like a Tuesday. You had a couple good years left in you. Good news for you there. Obama's promising student loan relief. <laughs> Great. Why aren't you excited about that? It's not going to happen. He's not paying. He just He's promised. promising. <laughs> Breaking news. It's happening right now. Sure he is. We'll be right back uh, with the very, very funny Chris Laker. It's the Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez. On Raw Dog. Raw Dog. It's the Ron and Fez show, and God damn it, we're so happy Chris Laker is here right now. Uh, Chris, you're starting a new podcast. Yeah, I, well, it's uh, been up for, uh, there's like six episodes up right now. You call it This Week in Jackin'. This Week in Jackin'. Now, how mainstream can this go if you call it This Week in Jackin'? Well, I mean, I think it's, well, it's on, it made it past iTunes. Okay. They, they have it on there. And, it, well, we talk to people about what they masturbate to, so it can't go that mainstream. Okay, so you know that this is never going to be one of those podcasts that turn into a TV show. Well, I think it could be. A t- it should be a TV show. I, I, well, it's our puritanical society might hold it back. Yeah, that's right, because we, you know, we were brought here from the Pilgrims. Uh, and then, of course, the Quakers in Philadelphia. All right, I'll put it out there and see if people would even be willing to discuss this. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. And the simple question is, what are you jacking to? Yeah. What are you jacking to? Well, we go through the whole history. We, we talk to one person for about a half hour. And uh-huh. we, we say, what's the first thing you jack to? And then we kind of take them through. We go through their history up to current. And say like what their go to. No, you do genres, this. You do like this show with who? Micah Fox, another another comedian, it's very funny. Now, you 
people are just well open with what they jack to. Yes. I mean, we talked to, uh, so far we talked to, to Dan Soder. He's been on here um, a few times. And we, other uh, really funny comedians like uh, Louis Katz, uh, the, uh, Keith Malley from Keith and the Girl. And then we have uh, Chris Gethard coming in this week. Yamanika, uh, she was on Last Comic Stand. She's going to be coming in. And we, we have a bunch of... Now, do you find that girls jack differently to different things? Yes. From what I understand, they're not as visually stimulated as men. I found, and a lot of women, the w- women that we've had on, straight women, also they masturbate to other women still. Usually start that way for some reason. Yeah. And I've also heard from women that they masturbate thinking being watched by a stranger, which that's not normally a guy's point of view. That's a big one. Or just the thought of masturbating yeah. excites them. Now, Chris, Chris would be a good guest for you because he's been caught quite a few times yeah. by uh, parents. Yeah, my mom caught me masturbating. My father caught me masturbating. Multiple roommates in college caught me masturbating. All right. How old were you when your mom caught you? I would say I was 13 or 14, somewhere right, around there. You were 13 or 14, yeah. and where were you masturbating? In the, ba- in, the, in, the, in the bathroom of my apartment. Okay, so you were where in the bathroom? Sitting on the shitter? I was sitting on the shitter. Cock up. Masturbating. Didn't, didn't lock the door. No, there was no lock on the door on the bathroom. Smart. Door. That's smart. <laughs> so obviously you felt safe there. Now, were you looking, viewing something at the time? I had an old porn magazine. This yeah. is back in the day. This, this, is even, this was... Way back, yeah. So I was actually still masturbating. Well, we had bathrooms. Now, here's the thing. Do you think you could even masturbate to a magazine today? No. Isn't that odd? I would be disgusted by it. Like, what is this? I can't deal with this shit. No, thank you. So you're sitting there stroking your little 13-year-old cock. Mom walks in, and what does she say? Oh, Christopher. (laughs) Why would she judge? (laughs) It's like, no, stop it. Get out of here. Get out! This is someone's my- <laughs> in here. This is my time. You would think most parents would uh, kind of act like they didn't see it, right? And walk out, <laughs> and then you could tell yourself the lie, and they tell themselves some sort of right. like, like he was washing it, and yes. and you say, ah, oh, she didn't see, she didn't, she didn't know. Yes, oh, no. you're best off to lie about the whole situation. Because I would imagine parent, your mother does your laundry growing up. She must see a bunch of stuff that she doesn't talk about. Right? I mean, socks or whatever it is that you're using. Yeah. I mean, hard socks alone. Yeah. Just the fact that you have these statue socks uh, for her to watch. Wash. Um, all right. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Scott in Tennessee. Uh... You're on with Chris Laker from This Week in Jackin. He's an expert in Jackin. A Jackspert. Hi. Um, like everyone else, I've kind of gone full circle. I've jacked everything on the planet. I'm now back to just topless beach videos. Very innocent. Nice. Where do you cool. find your topless beach videos? I just do a Google search and literally in the video search type in topless beach videos. And what's funny is I've, I've gotten kind of into it so much. I know when there's new ones out of the thousands that come back. I know when there's a new one to check out. Now, is this uh, a embarrassed nude female or just a topless beach? No, just topless beach. They're usually in Europe and stuff like that. Right. But, uh, pretty, pretty nice stuff, man. So you like the the fact that they don't want to be jacked to? That they that that wasn't their intention. They're just there sunbathing in a place that people don't really care about nudity. 
and then you get to 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 jack to them. This will be a tough jack right here. Just a woman on the beach. Um, looking 1950s to me. It's a very <laughs> yeah, it's looks awesome. like it's on old fucking film. Well, you can get subgenres and do like puffy topless beach, and you'll get a whole different type of video. But uh, I gotta keep it clean. So, um, all right. So, is this a surprise to you, Chris? No, well, you know, a lot, I find, a lot of guys go into their imaginations still, which right. I, you know, what I I find disgusting is sometimes a guy will say they'll masturbate to their own girlfriend, which I, it ruins everything. It's the whole. What's the a point? lot of guys will their own girlfriend or exes. Exes make sense. Yeah, because you're going back into the into the file, and there's something uh, kind of. I guess maybe wrong about going back to the ex-girlfriend. That that sort of makes sense. But the current girlfriend, that's that seems silly. Chris, would you ever object to a current girlfriend? Of course. An ex-girlfriend? Oh. Or does that feel like cheating? Because Chris is one of those guys, he's really loyal to his girlfriend. Very much so. so does she? So you wouldn't, like, uh, her, like a hot friend of hers, that would feel wrong to you? Yeah, that would feel wrong to me. That's hard to resist. <laughs> it is I got, tough. Like, yeah, it is tough. Because it feels so like it, so wrong. And no one is harmed in this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's no more harmful than if you had a murder fantasy. It doesn't mean that you want to kill that person. Yeah. You were just thinking, could I get away with murder? Think about that all the time. Right. <laughs> so have you thought about murdering any of her hot friends? No, I have not. Okay, you're being so on the nose today, and I do appreciate it. Now, if you took a creep like Shelby, I'm going to guess, without even asking, I'm going to guess that he jacks to trout photos. <laughs> I just have the feeling that it's something so odd and weird. I uh, jack to, like, it's like a sorority, but they're all, like, mean to the underclassmen like the heads of the sorority and they have like you know throwing shit at them and you know it's like hey why are they being I, like I know that they're actors but then it seems like you know they're, they're being kind of aggressive here wait they're some... throwing shit at who who's him not like literal shit but like you know <laughs> hey like clean all this stuff up like who's him no not him like you know all chicks are all you right, so wait, it's all chick except what? for the the guy let, let, I'm let, let's the go cameraman is a guy so yeah. you your fantasy is girls being mean to another girl and that you're not even in on this at all. Well, they are fucking each other. Okay. So where are you? Are you on the outside of a window or are you in the invisible man? Where guess, are you? I guess I'm like the producer in the van outside. All right, now it's turned into a film. <laughs> That's a lot of work. Producing? Yeah. There's got to be. You, you get no credit for anything. It He's is true. He's always wanted to direct. <laughs> it is true that you've now set yourself up as a guy in a van watching actors instead of just turning on your computer. You got to worry about the budget. You know, there's union issues as a producer. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Chris Laker, a very funny gentleman, has decided to push his comedy career forward through this show this week in Jackin. Well, you know, people uh, seem to like it, and a lot of a lot of comics, anyway, are open about it. I'm hoping to get other people in there, like great minds, like maybe, you know, I don't know, Neil deGrasse Tyson's probably... He's I would love... 
but he would be great, or like Brian Green, you know, like, like those astrophysicist types I'm of guys. I'm sure Brian Green probably jacks through different dimensions, like women <laughs> from different dimensions. Now, we had Jason Nash in here the other day, and he's got a great movie out. He came in and straightened out everything with me and Fez. As a matter of fact, we're getting along great now. Thanks to Jason Nash. No thanks to him. But he, <laughs> why would you say no thanks to him? Oh, he was a complete rude jerk when he was here. No, I thought he was great. He's going to make the best stuff. Uh, but do you think there's a... Has has anyone turned you down to c- talk about this week in Jacket? Oh, yeah. Yeah, some, there's definitely some people that don't want to talk about it. Some very... Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I understand that, too. Garrison Keeler. Harrison Keeler would take probably 45 minutes just to talk about a bra strap. (laughs) Um, Here is uh, Murph. Murph, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, uh, I got this uh, thing with redheads. Uh, I go a video category, redheads. And uh, then there's Leanna Decker. She's uh, I'm an 11. All right, no, so I've you're never... loyal to a you're loyal to one of the to a girl. This Leanna Decker is kind of like a go to. Yeah, yeah, she's just she looks like uh, like uh, well, she's an eleven. You look her up. Yeah, she's beautiful. I'm looking yeah. at her here. So what in, in your fantasy? What has happened with you and Leanna? Uh, basically everything. All this uh, in porn is Maria McCray. She's just, it's just uh, the redhead, you know category. All now, did you see a redhead when you were little? Do you know how long did this has been your go-to? I think my kindergarten teacher was a redhead with long hair in the year. There old. you go, see? Oh. This is the weird yeah. thing about a lot of whatever anybody would consider their kink, their perv. Yeah. It's normally not up to you. It's something that happened that Excited you when you were a little kid, and sometimes even a baby. It all goes, yeah. It all co- it's all connected. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Like uh, we had like Mike, you know, Mike Kaplan, comedian mm-hmm, Mike sure. Kaplan. He's on, and he was talking about he, the first thing he was jacking to was Scrambled Spice Channel. Right? He's listened to it. He's a right. word guy. Right. I, I, think, I don't I don't know which came first, his comedy, the, his comedic mind for yeah. words, or Jack into the Spice Channel, but I like to think Spice Channel had something to do with it. But see, I think that there's a lot of people that don't understand that the auditory thing is more exciting. It's like if you've ever been in a motel and you hear people fucking in the other room, that's an exciting thing for people. Yeah, it's the... It's some, yeah. Everybody loves it because they look better than they fucking sound. You know what I mean? It's very, but there's nothing worse for me than the bad porn when the people are saying stupid, ridiculous things to each other. Well, when the guys are trying to be funny, mm. it ruins everything. Because a lot of times the, the guy the guy is trying to make crack jokes while yeah. he's having sex. No, that, you want no part of that. No, who wants to hear a guy? You know, because they're never even that. Fu- but even if they were the funniest person, you have your dick in your hand. You don't really want to listen to it. Um, here's Jack in L.A. Jack, you're on uh, with Chris Laker, the host of This Week in Jackin. Hey, fellas. So, uh, you know, it's interesting talking about the origins of, of uh, where you're getting your fetishes or your kinks from, but uh, for a while now, I've had a thing about watching tranny porn, but, but it's very specific. It has to be a passable female-looking tranny that is fucking another woman, a real woman. 
And and I think I developed that when I was in, in a hardcore co- cocaine addiction where I got really kind of twisted pervertedly. Uh, and that... And, and where are you in your mind? Are you the tranny? No, you know, I think I would like to do a threesome with a tranny. You know, me and a tranny fucking a real girl. Because mm-hmm. I love vagina. It's I, so I funny that you even have to say a real girl. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> most of the time, you would almost have to be five if you said, I'd like to have sex with a real girl. <laughs> well, as opposed to as opposed to a chick with a dick. Well, I think the, 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 the tranny might take offense to you calling the other one a real girl. I wouldn't do that in front of her. That's true. They get pissed off easy. Because you never know when you're going to offend. Or tr- I don't even think you could say tranny. No. No, no that's offensive now, too. That's like the N-word to us. Now, you do this show every week with who? Micah Fox. Now, who came up with this? You or Micah? It was uh, my idea, and then I taught Micah's a, a friend of mine. She's a funny comic. And She's need- very attractive, too. She's cu- she's a cute girl. Yeah, and we I want to interview women. We interview women as well, and you kind of you need another woman in the room to ask some of the questions that might sound very creepy coming from me. You know, it kind of helps. Mm. And she also has the woman's mind to ask questions that I wouldn't ask. So, what kind of questions does Mike ask? Well, Mike, Micah will. Uh, like uh, the uh, we had uh, somebody on that was not really he doesn't masturbate to porn he masturbates to to to, to pictures for, of women on his phone, and then she was the one that got into the whole idea of in his mind of like saying well what, how do you get these women to do that why is it you know these are actual women that he knows took pictures right of, had she, experiences with right so uh, she definitely has different uh, different angles and then when and asking. Women about uh, certain things about because a lot of women uh, a lot of them hump stuff when they're kids, you know, and, right? And they talk a lot about that, but she can ask a little more in depth questions about the humping that I might not want to ask because you're too turned on at the time. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's got to come out, thing. Yeah. yeah. And you're just going to be like this, yeah. So that's going to like Chris. This is not why I came on the show. I try to be very medical. That's good. That's good. Uh, here's Gil. In Philly, or is it Phil in Gilly? Uh, Gil in Philly, Ronnie. Okay, buddy. Uh, it's got to be real amateur porn. Like, I want it shot on a cell phone in, like a, in a bedroom where you can tell it's not set up or anything. Like, the boyfriend talked the girlfriend into doing this, and they put it up on the Internet. Because um, usually amateur, amateur porn, that, that whole genre is... Regular porn that they just say is amateur. That they, how do you, how do you weed that out? It's so, that's why I don't even bother going into. It, you gotta find it like a cell phone. Like they shot it in portrait mode instead of landscape. Like you know, it's you, you know, it's completely amateur. No, I can't. You know, you to set up stuff. I can't do. Now, do you want to feel like you're not even supposed to be saying this? Like it's stole from somebody. I don't know if that has much to do with it. It's just, uh, I just don't want to see, like, any professionals. Like, uh, I don't want that. You don't want a paid professional who does this. You want to see real people do real things. The kind of people that you may see in a bus or on an airplane where you look over at a couple and you're like, I don't even know if I can imagine those people having sex. <laughs> if he sees a boom guy, he immediately goes soft. It is a turnoff. Can't even finish. It is a turnoff, and I never like to hear a cameraman talking. Like, yeah, you're getting an angle. You're like, shut <laughs> up, dude. Get Stay some. out of this. Shut the fuck up, Bill. Yeah. 
See, Shelby would be a good producer. He knows. He would. Keep the boom out. Yeah. Um, he'd be good on the on the bank bus. He'd be able to drive around with the bank bus guys, <laughs> yelling shit. Now, Chris, heavily into cartoon porn. Hentai. It's hentai. You see, that seems to me almost it's it's close to bestiality and the fact that you're what? you're masturbating to not a human being. But is it to the thought? Is like when you were a kid and you would read a novel or something and be turned on. Well, that was the first thing I jacked to was uh, my brother let me uh, get a penthouse for him from him. That was the only thing that was porn stash that he would let me grab. And I think it made me a more sensitive man in my life. I I think it works that way. And I think that you'll find yourself in a small Midwestern town (laughs) going to a college. They're always in a small Midwestern town going to a college with these massive fucking 14-inch cocks. Now, so that picture right there you're showing, which doesn't look really like a person at all. It looks like some type of monster. It's a monster. It's a tentacle monster. Yeah, I would guess is having consensual sex with this woman. They eventually becomes consensual anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. even if it starts. I, I think uh, any kind of drawing, you can't feel bad about the conditions. But, so that would turn you on the tentacle monster, like the tentacle monster. Yeah, in high school, it was all about it, just constantly, just with the fucking hentai porn. But uh, it's like how, what, what, now, in your imagination, you're, are you a cartoon? Are you? Is this like, no, or is I'm it not, like uh, Roger Rabbit, where you're like That's... the guy in the cartoon world? No, I, I, no, I'm, it's, 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 it's like real. It, it considered real life. Like I was like, all right, this, this could really happen in real life. What but if this de- is but in real tentacle life? monsters does is bestiality. There's no way around that. What about those like weird pop up ads where it's like two Simpsons characters or people from Family That's Guy just fucking wrong. each other? That's <laughs> just wrong. Why is that wrong? That's just wrong. Well, it's incest usually. There's a, so? lot, there's a lot of like Bart and Lisa doing stuff to each other that's that's disturbing. Why? How so? I don't find that disturbing. I think it's fun. <laughs> uh, here's uh, Sean. Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, how you doing? Yeah. My go-to is always I don't know why it's always crackheads blowing guys for money. Specifically, black crackheads blowing guys for money. I have no idea. Why. The weird thing is, you could actually have that. For about $20 <laughs> tops. Now, have you ever been with a crackhead like that? No, never. Never. But you the- know, when I, was, when I was younger, I kind of lived in the inner city. Mm-hmm. I remember this one story when I was younger that I, I guess a guy and this black crackhead, they, they got it in in the hallway at my house. And I remember my mother kicking them out of the hallway because I remember that. I don't know if that stayed in my head. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that stayed in your head. That fucking turned you on. Like, I even hear that foot fetishes come from when you were a baby crawling around on the floor and your mom would be there or your aunt or whatever. And just being, and the, these are the people that loved you and you're around those feet. And it was just such a happy memory that now you just want feet. Yeah, it's like those furries. It's like they did something to their stuffed animal. Do you know I never made that fucking connection until you just said it? Oh, yeah. I always wonder why the furries, why the furries. But somebody had a, a stuffed animal like Shelby. Your dad sent you yours, uh, the, the one that you used to bang. Yeah, I ne- that was never banged. I mean, Barney. Jeez, I mean, it was in pretty bad shape. Sure. Did you guys, did it dawn on you that this was from no. stuffed animals when you were a kid? I just thought it was people who just like to dress up. And I thought it was like a mascot fetish. I didn't think it had anything to do with being uh, from a kid. Yeah, but a mascot, no one gets turned on by a mascot. 
or even thinks about one. Only kids look at mascots. Probably has to do with like somebody ruined your favorite toy sexually, so now you're trying to like own it by being sexual as an adult. Who would ruin your favorite toy sexually? No, like you, that's what I that's what you're talking about. No, no. you went a whole on your- <laughs> You actually acted like your older brother or your dad or somebody came in and stuff you fucking what, stuffed animal. How, how else would they be sexualized? You yourself for playing with it as a little kid and you get turned on. You rub it you on get your excited. Dick. Yeah. No, you're not sitting there watching a grown man come into your room. You're fucking, ugh, something happened to you. <laughs> terrible. Uh, Chris Laker is in here and luckily he's brought his expertise to us. At first, when I first heard this idea, I thought you were just talking about what you were jacking off to all week. No, no, it's other people. I'm like, this is, I, I, this yeah. is good. Get old quick. <laughs> no, it's it's other people, and it's really it's a you know it's very it's it's more insightful into the person's mind. It's not it's not really that uh, Dan Soder. Dirty. Dan Soder, strange. No, no, he's he's pretty normal. He was uh, he's had a pretty normal uh, macho man. T- <laughs> oh yeah, Miss Elizabeth. I bet he has Jack and Miss well, Elizabeth. He had to. He was always he he liked the older women because he was out there in uh, Arizona with those uh, kind of like kind of worn down women. Yeah. That's me. I, Staten, I, I grew up in Staten Island, so I have I, I I like this the milf stuff. That's like kind of like these kind of worn out women. That kind of right. remind me of when I was a kid. Because they seem like they've been ignored, and you can bring them pleasure, and you're safe with them because, yeah, yeah, and they're, they're just and they're just and I feel like they're kind of cool with whatever they're doing, right? And you, but I like to be able to definitely see the fact that they smoke a pack a day, like in their like in their face. All right, that's interesting. You like kind of cracked skin. Yeah, that's your thing. I mean, it's it's not exclusively, but it's definitely uh, it, it's my go-to is is mature milf. All right, Brandon in Louisiana, go ahead. You're on the Run of Fez show with Chris Laker. Hey, Ronnie B, million bucks. Thank you. Hey, uh, I'm not turned on unless mascara is running down the girl's face. Now, what is it about that that you need her crying? No, not so much crying. She's just, yeah, it's more of the humiliation factor to the, you know. Now, what, why do you think you want to humiliate a woman? Uh, to know where she, her place is. Alright, now, are you like that in real life? No, 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 it's just, just whenever I'm jacking off. But in real life, do you feel like there's a place for woman? Uh, yeah, next to the stove. So, and do you get that? What's that? Do you have that in your life? Do you have a woman yeah, yeah, who yeah, cooks and cleans for you? And do you tell her, honey, it's Wednesday. Put the mascara on, okay? <laughs> We're going to try and have a baby. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. See, a lot of this stuff, I don't believe that it's choice. I think we may think it's choice... But I think it's something that got into our subconscious at a very early age. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're just we're drawn to what we're drawn to. I mean, because who would choose to 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 look at a tentacle monster right. fucking a cartoon? Yeah, it's great. I think a lot of people, their thing is going to be, they're going to masturbate, thinking about Mika Fox listening to guys talk about masturbation. That'll be their deal. I'm, there's probably some some people that do that. Um, but she's like, uh, she was a late to the game person. She didn't start uh, Jack until she was a, a, an adult. 
A lot of women like that. I've talked to a lot of women like that. And you're like, no, you're kidding. You must have done it hundreds of thousands of times by the time you hit junior high school. And they're like, I didn't even know existed. And I'd never have the urge to. But then you meet a lot of women who have fucking toys. And you're like, what brought that on? You know? Yeah. Well, that's another... These guys are... uh, I never experienced a fleshlight but now these guys are all telling me about fleshlights now i i always figured that it couldn't have been that good because you it would be bigger than google if it was if it was good kevin smith has been driving it that's what it is yeah. no one would even think to themselves and then kevin smith started to push it and then guys could comfortably go okay i i watch superhero movies and i like talking about <laughs> geek stuff i'll be happy with a fleshlight I don't know, just about flushing it alone seems like a problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can. Uh, I don't. I don't think I could put that thing on me. But uh, I've heard good things. Guys are loving it. Um, here's Jay in Ohio. You're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I like. Uh, I like the videos where the guy has the camera set up in the uh, in the hotel room, and then the maid comes in, the cleaning lady, uh, and the real videos. Sometimes the you know, sometimes they get on the action. Sometimes they just watch the guy jack, and uh, it's pretty awesome. And usually, it's not a very uh, good-looking girl at all. But I, I just love that stuff. And the thought is, what? What's the turn on? I, I don't know. I do a lot of traveling, so I stay in a lot of hotels. I've never done it before, but it's just something that would be cool. I talked to yeah. a maid one time that said the amount of people that have said come on in and we're naked is astronomical in their in their life wow i i guess that makes it makes sense that that is something people would do but that uh it's pretty i i it's never occurred to me well normally what attracts what a man finds attractive is a woman who's around that's it you (laughs) know what i mean as close as possible which is why maids nannies, all that's a dangerous proposition for a marriage. Well, sometimes you go into these, uh, depends on the town where you go, but I've been in places where like the maids were all from like Eastern Europe and right. and were, were amazing looking. Yeah, they bring them over, yeah. they help bring them over, they sign them up, they go there and then they move on again and they bring another one in. I go to a restaurant like that that just keeps bringing in beautiful French women. And they'll only be there for like a couple months and then they're gone and there's other beautiful French women. I don't know how they're getting them into the country or what they're doing or marrying them off. But uh, but motels will do that type of thing. Um, it's uh, this week in Jackin. Uh, Chris Laker is in with us. Here is uh, Mike in Buffalo. Mike, how you doing? All right. Uh, how's it going, gentlemen? Um, my favorite uh, masturbation material would have to be anything anal, anally involved, especially. I know you had a call a couple callers ago. They uh, the, the dominate the not domination of women, mm-hmm. especially when there's an ass to mouth thing going on, and the guy the guy makes her fucking suck his cock after he takes it out of her ass. Um, there's just something about that to me. And I've only had anal sex like twice in my life. I've never really been with girls that have liked it. And I'm not a huge fan of it either because you got to go in the shower, you got to wash your dick afterwards, you got to wash your hands afterwards. So I'm not a huge fan of it uh, as far as me doing it. But, 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 but what you simply seem like you like is humiliation, getting someone to do something that they don't want to do. Right. 
Uh, it's very funny. Yeah. I don't know whether you saw so many write-ups around the internet, but people were very upset or even just curious about the last Louis episode when he was with Pamela Adlon and she was saying no and he was kind of forcing her and since she's so little he looked, people were freaked out like what are you know like this is the thing about women like have any of you guys seen porn you know <laughs> yeah. most like all the James Dean who's probably the most popular male's porn star he's constantly either punishing or forcing women. Yeah, it's porn star punishment is one of the fucking websites where it's literally you're the dude yeah. getting the thing is dude slap basically slaps around a chick and then forcibly bangs her. Right. But you know she likes. Does that it turn on for you? No, it's, it gets too weird. Fucking, because I, 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 they get they get like really fucking intensely almost violent. It is kind of the last place where you can uh, you you can be. Uh, you, you can do anything, right? Like all this stuff would be completely like you saying Louis. They get upset about right. that. Even the categor- the categorization of porn would be very offensive in anything else. You know, having Asian, right. and black, and and they they use the word tranny all the time. Important, you know. It, it's but there's no there's no rules there still. You know, it's still it's a there's because you're just you and the computer, I guess. And there's really there's no to try not to have any shame. And no one gets well. You know. Again, any reason that you were saying this is my type is probably not choice. Now, Fez is interesting. Who'd you just wave to? As soon as you started to talk to me, uh, Shelby started talking in my ear, so I couldn't hear you. What did you want, Fez? Uh, what, Shelby? What do you need, Shelby? I was going to send the interns to Five Guys. Just wanted to. This is what you're doing while we're in the middle of this show here. This is what concerns you. Yeah. Fez. You did not decide you were gay till later in life, right? right yeah. Much later in life. Yeah. So, and you've never been with a girl. Never. And you never been with a guy. No, not yet. But that's a that's a plan once you get your health straightened out. Sure. So, when you were in middle school, did you masturbate? Um, I I remember I didn't masturbate until high school. Okay. And when you did, did you think of girls? No. I didn't think of guys. All right, hold on. Let's just try to let's try to play along with this. He's not thinking of girls, and he's not thinking of guys. Now, I, I taught uh, a friend of mine that was on the show. Um, uh, very funny comic. John Early's a gay guy. Said in the beginning when he wasn't ready to deal with it, it was just kind of a pile. Of a pilot, pe- like it was an orgy. People. Yeah. So we could act like I see cock, I see ass. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter who belongs to who. I'm going to guess with Fez, and I'm doing this without knowing. I'm going to guess you masturbated to a certain food group. I'm going to probably say carbohydrates without, you know, <laughs> I'm going to leave it at carbohydrates. It's pretty wide. I'm, I'm leading towards the bread, but I don't want uh, to leave out potatoes. <laughs> Was it couples? Did you think of couples? Uh, it was couples later on, but for the first couple of years of masturbating, and I didn't do it that often, it was no one at all. That's shocking. You, so there was no one at all? Yeah. The When I first started doing that, it was like almost like a challenge against myself. I wanted to see how many strokes I could get before I ejaculated. 
So I remember the first time. Just give us a mean. Where would you where would you be? Because without thinking of anything, that could go on for a while. I'm going to say 149 strokes. Actually, I had to work up to that. I was like uh, getting like tr- in the twenties, maybe thirty. So just going, and you were going one, two. I was three. counting out loud. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean that's and, uh, and the goal. Hey. The big goal was a hundred. Could I get to a hundred strokes before something happened? And I remember. So wait, would you let me breathe <laughs> before we get into it? Just imagine this: the if there was a room here. Let the laughter die down before you go into the next one. I you're, not- ste- you're stepping on your own joke. Well, first of all, I'd never heard this before, but this was my favorite thing. Chris Laker, who does the uh, This Week in Jacking, I saw him do the laugh and the eyebrow went <laughs> <laughs> The counting out loud. That's, yeah. I mean, one, what, what, two, three. You would lose count if you tried to do it in your head. You'd have to do it out loud. Yeah. I, I can't imagine counting would throw me off completely. Now, all right, so you wanted to last longer. Yeah, it was like that. the big goal was 100, and I remember the day that I hit it yeah. was I was starting to go, I think, right around like 93, and I like speeded up the stroking to because try to get so, to... Because you were so excited that you were getting close to your goal. So yeah, it was for me the, it was like a pinball machine. I was just trying to beat a high score. Was it to hit to to finish at exactly one hundred or go beyond that? No, to get beyond it. Okay. Now, in your mind, was this like a contest that other guys were doing? Yeah, I wondered if I. I think maybe in my head it was like someone was doing it to me, and could I last that many strokes? But the focus was really on the number because I started when I first started. It was in the shower. And that was the only place I would do it. Now, were you like imagining the numbers in your your head? Yeah, I was saying them out loud. Yeah. All right, here's what I'm going to do, Chris Stanley. I know I can always call on you, right? Yes. Tonight, when you jerk. Yeah. Just do the number game. No thinking of women. Just counting out loud and pulling on your cock. <laughs> All right, Would I'll you do it, that? I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Because I'm shocked that, I mean, I think it would take forever to even get slightly turned on. You'd have to at least have a backstory. Yeah, no, this, 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 this no, sounds it would, fishy. It would happen so coming. quick. No, there's no, nothing fishy about it. Now, there's... There's no way a woman's not gonna, or, or something's not gonna pop in your mind. No, I will, I will fucking. You gotta out get that mind. out of that. Yeah. yeah, I have to like find find a place. Because I agree with Chris. I think it's impossible that <laughs> that your imagination doesn't kick in. Yeah. And yet I know from the show, Fez doesn't have imagination. Well, so I believe this story. Well, this is when I was first uh, jacking off. So I mean, I didn't even think you could think of somebody at that point. It was just the act of doing it. Did you ever see anything on TV or in a magazine that turned you on? Um, nothing. It was always it was, so, it was always couples if I saw something on TV. Who would be a couple that turned you on? Um, I'm trying to think. I'm sure it was some sort of rerun I was watching. Like Major Healy and Genie or something. I'm sure that was first fucking. I, you saw that prime time. Stop trying to <laughs> Nelson. Try to, stop trying to cover up your age. Um, I think that yeah. one's crazy, fucking funny. I, th- I, I mean, I, I seriously. Mean, Barbara Eden. 
Now, and, uh, can well, I tell you? Yeah. When Chris came in, I'm like, this is the nuttiest, dumbest idea I ever heard. Now I think it's a great idea. Well, I th- what's... I'm glad you you changed it. I had to turn it around, but I wanted to be honest. I'm like, well, he shouldn't be doing this with his career. <laughs> He's a funny man. This is not going to leave. Now I'm like, yes, this is uh, fascinating. Well, I've been I've been doing podcasts like different. I have like three podcasts now, but I, I've been doing podcasts for a long time, and and this is the first one that's gotten like in the iTunes like top 100 comedy podcast. So All right, people I are responding it. to it. Yeah, you know? they should be. Um. Here's John. John, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Fezzy, are you sure you weren't watching Sesame Street now, Dracula? <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> come, come. <laughs> Turtle in Iowa, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Wow, buddy. Hey, Fez, were you seeing the numbers in your head with the corresponding colors while you were doing this? No, because my synesthesia where I put colors with numbers only goes up to nine. So, so the first you, nine? That been, but that then you got a so one nine, a two on. one. Yeah. You know, they should. I remember seeing the numbers in my head as I was approaching a hundred. Where the tits should have been. Where the tits should have been. <laughs> <laughs> or but whatever. I, I remember being yeah. stuck in the 50s and 70s for a long time. But even up to this point, you're not the, the thought of sex repels you, scares you, repulses you. Yeah. I mean, I know how I do it now. Mm-hmm. Where usually, I'll, if when I do it, I'll watch like a gay porn to get started. But uh, then I'll immediately go into my head. Counting, counting, counting. No, no. What do you want? <laughs> you know what fucking do it for you, probably? Just jerk off thinking about an accountant just sitting there <laughs> with an old-fashioned fucking visor and an adding machine. A shirtless accountant. Have you tried to count down? Start at 100, wow. get to one. That'll be tonight's project. <laughs> to save the Earth. Save the planet Earth. <laughs> this is nutty shit. So Chris has got a bunch of numbers up on his screen. The actual numbers themselves wouldn't wouldn't do anything to you, right? Fred? Like this is no, pretty hot, not right? Oh. <laughs> right? See, not here's I remember. The, see, here's the other thing, Chris. You might not know, but a car brought it up. He also has synesthesia, so right. numbers are colors to him, and and like, oh, fuck he signs the numbers to people too, yeah. right? Fred? Yeah. So, but the, when those num when you're, you're counting six. those those, I'm a six. So when you if you got to six, you would be thinking maybe not of me, but maybe or another. Six? No, that it's just the six. No, I think it was just trying to see how long I could last. Yeah. No, I could. I think I could. I could definitely understand you, like uh, not wanting to have any kind of. If it's something that you're trying to shut out or not ready to deal with yet, trying to make it non-sexual, but you still have to get. You still have to do something. That's a good point. It was very non-sexual. Yeah, because but it's like, but you, th- we still, we're still animals that need to just jerk our dicks. <laughs> no matter what happens, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jim has a very interesting question for you, Fez. Jim. Hey, Fez, you ever jerk off to binary code just a whole bunch of ones and zeros? <laughs> Fez, why don't you like go, a Terminator eye? Why don't you go work things out with Howard? And okay. Then while you're doing that, we're going to talk about you and. Uh, I'm going to dare Chris right now. This is the new dare for you and me to find someone stranger than Fez. <laughs> to find, because 
I, you know, the the thing was, I don't, you know, if someone jacks to anything, I feel like it's not a choice. Right. Fez's thing is what happens when you have no subconscious. Well, it's such repression that would cause that to to actually just make it into a number game. I think. I think that it's not. I think it's un. It, the unusualness is how long probably that that was. Well, that was in high school, right? And that to to push back that long as a guy. There there are some guys that go that that go that long. There's some guys that actually believe it when like in middle school and all the kids are saying oh that's gross jerking off's disgusting sure. they actually believe it oh yeah 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 particularly if you grew up a catholic kid now being a catholic kid i would always take my medal off because i would be like i cannot do you know this you put sinful, it in the drawer. yeah yeah this sinful act no I, was, I grew up catholic and i definitely felt guilt yeah. and would be like can i go like a few days i could stop doing this and you can you can only go like, like maybe a, I think maybe I went a week as a kid, right? And that's it's done, you know. Once you know that that's a possibility, but yeah, you are right. Like that, that, that the suppression thing that gets put into your head is tough for kids. That's why, like you were saying, Chris's mom reacted the wrong way by yelling, "Oh, Christopher!" Oh, Christopher! She should have been like, "Okay, that's something normal. Why don't you put your tie on the fucking?" <laughs> How did you know you weren't even taking a shit? I don't know. The lady, the, the, there's very loose fucking uh, boundaries in my apartment. There was four people living in an apartment with one bathroom. You know, was, I mean, you didn't wait, think to go out. The fourth your, person, a grandmother. I know that your grandmother lived there. Yeah. You didn't go to the hardware store and get a latch? You know, break See, Easy enough. You can even do the old-fashioned kind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just like, fucking. Then my dad caught me jacking off. What'd he say? Uh, he was like, he just looked at me and then fucking closed the door. <laughs> Never mentioned it ever again. And you didn't, yeah. How long did he look at you? An hour. <laughs> an, hour. <laughs> an hour and change. Are you going to finish? Um, hey, Joe. Joe and Mass, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on? Hey. What's happening? What can we do for you? We're doing a show. Nothing, just calling in. Then start talking about what you had to talk about. See, this is the thing about, and Tim was going over this, how to set people up. So you don't have a fucking guy like Joe who sounds like a lunatic. <laughs> Joe, you have a story, obviously. What is it? No, no story. I just I just like to masturbate to... For women's used underwear. No, I'm just fucking hanging up. Just, I don't care what you jerk to. Your fucking attitude has me so nuts right now. And it's really not your fault. You haven't been set up properly. And it's not the intern's fault. They haven't been trained properly. Chris and Fez spend too much time fighting over who invited who to lunch. Now, did you break down and get those guys lunch today? No. No, I said just get lunch. Chris, you can have lunch with us if you like, but just for the four of us. Just oh, Ron, Fez, Molly, and Howard. Let's go out somewhere nice then, you know? Let's go to Top of the Rock. It'll really, you know, have a lovely afternoon. It's classy. Can yeah. Get, can I get an app at least? If we go yeah, to you can get an app. Oh, no, see what you're asking for now? He can come up and have an appetizer. No, he can't. And whatever no I don't more finish. lunches for what him. I, whatever I don't finish, I'm just going to give to him. Please don't. I'm Take gonna it, it home. I'm going to put it in a Chrissy bag. Thank you. I'll take it. We get a couple of drinks too. I mean, if we're going out, might yeah, have can a have some cocktails, couple of beers, couple of whiskeys, whatever. Um, so Fez, was it you think suppression, guilt? Were you taught that sex was bad, or did you just think? 
No, I'm sure I was. I was taught that sex was bad, and I think who said because your 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 brothers fuck your sister fucks like a goddamn rabbit. All right, I <laughs> don't know that for sure. I know it for sure. Okay, and your niece, Jesus. Oh. Anyway, the point I is this: know. no one else in your family you have to it, and you don't even run into people your ages. That are virgins. Oh, no. And even when I first started doing it in the shower, I was like, wait a minute. This, even though it felt great, it was still like, uh-oh, this is a bad thing. See, I think jerking in the family shower is a lot worse than going into your room and fucking stroking one off like a gentleman. Yeah. I, well, it, you sit there and look at your fucking G.I. Joe doll or whatever you had at your house. <laughs> I didn't even realize what I was doing. I thought I had discovered something amazing that happened. Yeah, you were like a cave boy. Because you weren't turned on by magazines and TV and movie. You just weren't turned on as a young person. No, we, um, I remember my older brother, Corky, had some sort of Playboy or something. Yeah. And was showing it to me, and they were. I was little, and I went in and asked my mom about it. I woke her up to ask her about oh, it. Jesus Christ, what a fucking narc. And I remember the first time in a magazine I saw people having sex. Because at first, because like we were little, yeah. we'd find a magazine, we'd build a fucking fort around it. It would become <laughs> yeah. treasure, you know? So you're looking at these naked pictures, okay. Then I saw someone, and I'm, I'm talking about like we're really little, like first grade or something. Saw someone sucking a tit, and I thought that was fucking. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't know. That's fucking strange, putting a tit in your mouth like that. These guys are crazy. And then finally I'm like, okay, I think I can fuck. I don't have to worry about it. Next fucking magazine, full penetration. And I'm like, all right, all bets are off. Is he pissing in there? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? And you know, kids won't fucking sit there and explain it to each other. No. They act like they all know the facts. We're like a bunch of fucking retards, you know, looking at a V8 engine. You know, acting like we know how it works. We're out of our minds. The first time I saw, like, French kissing in a porn, like, open yeah. mouth, like, them tongues touching, I thought it was the grossest thing. I was like, why do they do and I was asked, My brother got a hold of this VHS tape, some kind of, like, woman's prison thing. And I, I kept asking, what was... And lesbians used to kind of weird me out, too, when you when I was little. Yeah, but, uh, see, that's the thing. I didn't even see lesbians until I was of a fucking decent age for it. I didn't know how that fucking went down. As soon as that happened, I'm like, I love it. <laughs> great. Let's get them, yeah. Let's get them all hanging out. This is great. Um, here's, uh, John. John, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, me? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong. I, maybe something's wrong with me, but I got a problem with, uh, porn, I don't know, skinny, the traditional skinny hot women. That uh, just doesn't do it for me. And to add to what the one guy called in earlier and said, he likes seeing the amateur stuff and... I don't know. I kind of like seeing like chubby girls, but uh, yeah, skinny girls don't really do it too. Well, that's because you have such high self-esteem. But no, you don't have to. You don't have. I don't know why anyone thinks. Oh, there's something wrong with me. I like this. That's just what you happen to like. I mean, there's there's a genre for a reason. There's a yeah. bunch of people. I, I click on the chubby ones every once in a while. It, yeah, it, it's it's nice to see a full-figured, voluptuous woman. Um, here's uh, John. John, go ahead. Oh, hey there, Ronnie B. Uh, hey. I was calling about the guilt thing, too. I had an older brother, and I 
I found his uh, penthouse in the linen closet in our bathroom, and I was going like two or three times a day, and I I felt so guilty that I, I hammered down the tile, you know, and just so, you know, I felt pretty bad. Still do, kind of. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> Let it go, dude. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I Look... That when you're a kid, that's like the fucking Sierra Madre, treasure of Sierra Madre. Of course, you're going to steal it from each other. Oh, it's yeah. human nature. There was like there was like an alley in my neighborhood behind like behind this deli that just had all. It was just all these hustlers, that, and we found them when I was, when I was like third grade. A bunch of right. like little Catholic school kids in our uniforms going through this, and they're all weathered from being out in the rain and whatever. And it was like, and we. We were not supposed to steal them, but everybody would take one home. Right, let me ask you this. Why, down to a fucking thing, did it seem like we always found them under bridges? What, the guys just go and dump fucking things under bridges? I think, well, I guess to protect them from the rain. But who would who would say, I'm getting rid of these, I'm going to put it under a bridge? Someone brought up to me that they thought... And I can't remember why I heard this. Yeah. I don't know whether I heard it, read it, or whatever, that they now think, oh, maybe some fucking pervs just stuck it under a bridge and watched from a distance as little boys were fucking breaking it off and getting excited and turned <laughs> on by it. Holy shit. And I'm like, that's the worst thing I ever fucked. Because I think of this shitty fucking bridge that we would find stuff under. You, and But nobody was... Would you actually jerk under the bridge? No, just fucking grabbing it and being excited, though. Yeah. Then there, you might have been being watched. I remember we were all go, walking to school one day, found a bunch of them, took them, hit them, and did the thing of, all right, no one comes back here unless we're all together to get them. You know right. what I mean? Like We were like guys that just robbed the bank <laughs> and didn't have any trust in each other at all. No, because it's uh, you don't know where the next... The next one's going to come from. But see, now a kid just goes on their regular computer, goes to Google, clicks, and they got it. For us, yeah. it was a, f a few and far between. But I don't know how a seventh grader or a sixth grader deals now without being totally fucking porned out. Do they get? But the parents must block the internet. They did yours, Chris? It. No, no. Shelby, did yours? Never. I mean, that's unheard of. I mean, for my family, I get how some they would, they could even block TV channels these days. So I wouldn't bother block it either. Then you really got. I mean, you should block it and just get like have some enough porn for a kid that could handle. I would say this: my parents didn't put a fucking key on the liquor cabinet. They weren't exactly <clears throat> going to go out of the way to block right. things. Uh, now, did they not do that because they they trusted you? No. They just didn't... They yeah, didn't they're just not going to sit around and worry about everything. Uh, Chris Laker's got a podcast with Mika Fox, This Week in Jack, and, and you said out of all the podcasts you've ever done, this is the one that really is popped for you. Yeah, this is the one people have responded to the most, and uh, it's, it, you know, there's only been like six episodes up now. Mike Lawrence's episode comes out tomorrow, and... Uh, but it's uh, yeah, people have been really liking it, so it's, it's been it's been good. I now see this getting the TV. I'd say going that far. Maybe uh, you know cable, maybe Spike. Is Spike no, I think on? it's going to be NBC. <laughs> I think it's going to come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's Chris. Chris, you're on the Run and Fez show.
Yeah, Ron, when, when I was a kid, like, first, second grade, I, I used to take my sister's Barbies and strip them naked and then, like, rub them against my dick because uh, they just, like, turned me on. And, and one time my dad walked in and he saw it. And he was just like, all right, um, it's all right. You know, I guess I get it, but he looked kind of weirded out. Yeah, well, you can't, you know, I mean, first of all, you didn't know, he, first, he saw you playing with a Barbie. He was worried he had a gay kid. But <laughs> let me ask you this. Had, had you turn, had you tied Ken up and turned him into a cuckold? <laughs> I mean, how far did you go with this? Um, now, we, the weird thing is, he probably was thinking, you're fucking your sister's doll. And later she's going to be coming in here playing with it. It's gonna be covered in after it. your little dick juice is all over the place. Goo. Well, it could have been worse. You could have been counting like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Fez was breaking it up using Roman numerals one day. V. Ooh. V. <laughs> but Fez, when didn't your the, your friends in school talked about this stuff? No, not at all. No, I know. Oh wow! If they did, it wasn't with me. So they no, I didn't even realize other people were doing it. Did you have friends? I had friends, yes. Imaginary or real? They were real. But were they peculiar kids too? Were they? Well, they were the drama kids at that point. So they were sensitive gay kids, but didn't know it yet. Yeah, I would imagine. Did yeah. you hang out with the sensitive gay kids? Oh yeah, yeah. I did you did you think to yourself those fellas are gay? Um, no, no, there was only one kid in high school that I remember thinking was gay. In hindsight, now, have those guys turned out to be gay? Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I know of four guys that I hung out with in high school that are now out of the closet gay. And we hung out with each other. Not even, uh, guys that I hung out with, not even like a group that we hung out with, just like separate friends that turned out to be gay. <laughs> You had to be one of the most clueless motherfuckers. <laughs> Absolutely. How did you not know you were gay? But none of those I was guys. Sure I wasn't. None of you guys talked about it, though. No. So it was something you were all kind no, of not I, dealing with. And I remember those guys. I remember some of their girlfriends were gay. Did they hang out with lesbian girls? No. I don't even understand this. Chris, this has been fascinating. i got to have you back in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's This Week in Jack, and it can be found on iTunes, with new episodes released every Tuesday on Twitter. It's at Chris Laker. I'll see you next time coming through, buddy. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, Big J on with us tomorrow. And somebody else? I'd like to. Dan St. Germain on tomorrow. Oh, good. Fun show. That's it for us. Did uh, that gift go out to the guy who got picked? We got his name. Yeah, yeah that kind got, of stuff. We got all that information. I got the And email. we contacted him? Good. All right. That's it. And that's the end of my show. Donk. Satellite's gone way up tomorrow. You know what you've been doing? You've been listening to The Ron and Fez Show. It's now over, but don't worry. You can listen again and again on SiriusXM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand.